Hello, and uh, welcome to Something Wicked Podcast. Uh, I'm Caleb. I'm Ryan, uh, also known as Kyle the uh, Jockstrap Taylor. What's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> I, I tried to be funny. <laughs> no, no, you, you had it. <laughs> uh, it's, it. Sorry for the... We've had a, a couple unscheduled hiatus. So... Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's been a it's been a journey. It, 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 we're we're not we're definitely not going to promise a tight schedule, like at all. Um, things will just come out as they come out. Um, I've been uh, at least keeping it like tight with when these episodes come out and stuff like that. They always come out like a day after we record it. So, um, yeah. Uh, well, this this most this most recent hiatus uh, is completely my fault. <laughs> I just got myself into a new job, working for a uh, sort of major automotive parts manufacturing uh, facility. Right. Report. I only get one day a week off, and um, I went from having this schedule of a dead basic who I am pissed drunk, kind of sad about everything, to now I have to wake up at a reasonable hour and stuff, so it's been a, but I'm glad to be back on, I'm glad to be Yeah, and you know what, um, I'm glad that we're, um, like, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of worried for, for, a minute, for a minute there, I was like, oh man, it, it must be, like, He's getting shit tired of this podcast and stuff like that. Oh man, I must be boring as shit. <laughs> but I'm glad that's not the case. Like you, you reassured me. Um, uh, and like uh, again, uh, thank you guys uh, who are like still listeners. Thank you for being patient. Yeah, we have we have listeners. Kind yeah. of, it's odd to think that people have heard my voice. I've talked about shit that I've said. Uh, yeah, I'm no. Sorry for offending you. <laughs> Very delicate ability. Whoever is out there, uh, do yourself a favor and let my caress. Uh, so. Right. Uh, shout out to. Um, by the way, I, I forgot to do a shout out last week, but shout out to. Uh, right. Taylor and his group of friends. Uh, this sort of uh, podcast is kind of sponsored by them uh, a little bit. Uh, we just help with like a cross collaboration. Um, okay. Uh, I would definitely go um, once I find out a little bit more information. I'll let you guys know. Hey, go check them out. Uh, they have like a new gaming channel that they're promoting. Um, and I, what's it called? Uh, Regal Gamings, I think, Ryan. Uh, uh, it, it, yeah, this thing that we totally support and pay gross amounts of right. The name of it. <laughs> uh, Again, it's it's, it's going to be the next uh, the next big Call of Duty clan. And you got some serious LARPerators in there. Uh, they're high speed, low drag. They know what they're. Uh, and I look forward to seeing them at eSports. Yeah. Uh, my friend Taylor. 
intelligence. Uh, so good, in fact, that it became actual military. And yeah. <laughs> Get out of the way, ninja, because they're coming. Fuck for off, phase plan. <laughs> Go back to Fortnite, fucking scrubs. Fortnite Chapter 2 now. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that. Oh, damn. That was a good segue. So let me. <laughs> about Fortnite. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, audio was just not sorry. That there is, there was a bit of a rumble this past week. Oh the, yeah, the the gamer sphere when Fortnite decided to implode on itself and stop working for a play it. Oh yeah, it, and oh. I thought this was a stroke of genius. Like I've, ne- I am not an active Fortnite gamer. I'm not that epic. I'm playing GTA. And viciously away the column, but uh, yeah, no, they ended this. It, it was a live event. They ended this first episode, I guess they're calling, yeah, and uh, by basically blowing up the universe. And now they're talking about the second chapter coming out. How it, it, it just. I love shit like this. I've always paid attention to Fortnite because of they always do stuff like this. Oh yeah. They have these live events in game, like they had the meet thing a while back that people were speculating on. They had clues. All this I love shit like that. So I was paying super close attention to that and I'm glad I might actually start playing Fortnite a little bit more come episode two. Yeah, I'm kinda very interested now, like especially in the past like um, uh, uh, like this year they've done like mechs, uh, like DLCs and stuff like that. Uh, they've done like uh, they're really outsourced. Like they're not just staying in one area. I'll give them where credit is due. They don't stay in one area. Like, <laughs> um, it's it, I like that it's a it, another thing. Like they keep, they keep doing things saying things that get me to pay attention to it a little bit more. Like, for one, they had the John Wick. Oh, sounded... Yeah. It sounded bizarre, to say the least, but it sounded like something I'd do. <laughs> so... Right, like... It's just... I, before... We, uh, no, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, but before, all we were, we were used to was John Wick being a payday. And that right there was weird. Oh, itself. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you children got John Wick in your Fortnite's we had to put up with fucking poorly modeled, badly voiced John Wick in Payday 2. Yeah, no. <laughs> John Wick in your Fortnite looks exactly like Keanu Reeves. John Wick in Payday looks like fucking a cosplayer. Which he might actually be. I mean, genuinely about it. Jacket was a cosplayer in Payday. He wasn't the actual guy because the actual guy, spoiler alert for, uh, how old is Hotline Miami 2 now? I want to say... I was still in middle school when we were playing I, yeah, Hotline I, no, Miami I remember 2. distinctly being in... Still in school. I don't know what grade. But I still remember being in school when Hotline Miami 2 came out. Right. So, it, it's old. Uh, Jacket fucking dies. As well as the rest of everybody else. Because there's a nuclear holocaust. So, he couldn't have shown up in Payday 2. That's, that's where I'm going with that. <laughs> Unless they uh, like reveal somehow he's like uh, Geralt from The Witcher and 
Oh, he's able to travel yeah. through different portals, like from the nuke and stuff like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're stuck in the payday cinematic universe. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense to think about payday as a series of weird portals because they got the the bat from The Walking Dead in there. They got Scar, fucking Scarface. I don't know how they landed that deal. They got a guy who sounds a lot like fucking. Um, Al Pacino to come in and do Tony Montana's voice. Payday 2 is awesome, and I want to talk about it more sometime. For a game that night, between just you and me, Taylor, and like other people like us only know about, that is a very large like group of people that got a lot of stuff going for them. Like, <laughs> like you wouldn't think um, like a Payday would get that many like roster of people in like uh, the years it's been out. Like, at all. I tried to, I know a lot of people I tried to convince to buy it were like, oh, that's a bargain bin game. You play that? Right. And I was like, no, it's so much more, though. <laughs> it, 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 there's... It's a bargain bin game with hundreds of dollars worth of DLC that you can buy. <laughs> and every single one of those DLCs adds something that's really essential to the game. <laughs> everyone is here, but everyone is like John Wick and Jacket, so... Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you got John Wick, Jacket, you've got uh, Dragomir Mustovic. I don't know his last name, but he's a Serbian. No, it's not Serbian, Croatian. He's a Croatian actor. He was in it. He plays himself. It's really cool. Uh, <laughs> Scarface. I think I said Scarface like 40 times. Right. Because <laughs> we can't get enough of Scarface, even when he dies from a cocaine fuel. There's fight. never enough Scarface. <laughs> They're coming out with a new uh, limited edition of Scarface with the fucking miniature of Tony Montana's uh, The World Is Yours statue. I think I might pick it up. I want that statue. <laughs> <laughs> I want I want gaudy everything. I want 80s fucking... I, I actually, this is, uh, this is why I've been thinking about Scarface so much. I replayed Vice City Purdue. Uh, oh, I, I really gotta it. I, I remember it being a lot worse than it was because when I was a kid, I didn't really understand the game. Was, I've got to drive the car and do the shooty shoots, and then I'm gonna, yeah, 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 what, his head's gone. But now I'm like, it's actually a pretty decent fucking game. <laughs> right. For how old it is and how well it holds up, it definitely, yeah, hello, I'm podcasting. Can't have my food. Fuck off. For how old of a game it was, <laughs> it definitely holds up, and I can still. I still. I really hope that GTA Six makes a return to Vice City. It makes sense. The Roman numeral six is the guy that could do the whole Modern Warfare thing with the title. It's, right. It's gonna be it, HD Miami Grand Theft Auto would be the, the greatest. And it would make sense now to do it. Now that there's like this 80s fueled uh, thing going throughout the media now, so like or 80s fueled yeah, nostalgic, right. <laughs> so you can have like, oh man, this DLC is gonna have the the Demogorgon, or this DLC is gonna have uh, <laughs> anyway. A Halloween event with the fucking Demogorgon just in the middle of the Everglades would actually be the sickest shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man, uh, or like have like. Uh, um, uh, what's another '80s style thing that's going? Well, you know what? nostalgia. You've uh, got you've got like shows like uh, 
I think Mr. Robot is great. Is that? I heard good things from that show. Like, is it just like a bat about a like super elite hacker group? Like, I think so. But okay. I've heard, I've heard it's the the final season's gonna be picking up here pretty soon, mm. and I think I'm gonna start watching. Go ahead, like watch it. Tell me about it. <laughs> Uh, Sell Rambo's me on getting it. another movie. That's kind of that '80s nostalgia wave going on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like Sylvester. No offense to Sylvester Stallone, the God himself. I feel like he's a little. He's getting up. Between him, Arnold, and uh, Harrison Ford, they just need. Those are people like. Okay, you taking them out of retirement just for one more last okay, reboot okay. of their series. Who would win? <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Arnold, no doubt. He's he, not only is sure. he still strong, but he's now doubled down with old man strength. So now he's super strong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that answers my question. Have you seen the trailers for the new Terminator movie? Yes, I have. It. Uh, how are you feeling about it? I love the idea of Sarah Connor hunting Terminators. I love that as a, a plot. I do love that as a plot. Like one, I I love the fact that okay, the Terminators are now getting tired of trying to go after John Connor and his mother. We're done with that. We need to move on to other like bigger groups and stuff like that. What's this girl's deal, and how does she play into the next thing? I, I love, like, moving on to the next thing. You, we can't keep doing this whole we have to kill John Connor type deal. Like, uh, Ar- Arnie being, like, like she being super mad at Arnold is, okay, what did he do over the past few years? Like, I'm down <laughs> for that. <laughs> like, he must have did or said something in his uh, very stupid, like, um, uh, giving uh, like her kid a high five, like <laughs> <laughs> gave him a high five right through the top of his skull. <laughs> oh man! Uh, no, just the idea of the Terminator saying "stupid" to piss somebody off is really funny to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, you know, it's 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 whatever, I guess. Does this anyway? Does this dress make me look bad? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, it's. It, uh, uh, I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and by the way, going back on the subject of, uh, John Wick, since we're on that subject, did you hear, Ryan, that, uh, John Wick 3, uh, made such a good impression on, uh, studio executives that they said, hey, Let's make a spinoff off of that one girl with the two dogs from the John Wick 3. No fucking way! Yes! Oh, that's legit! They picked the wrong person, though. <laughs> it should have been fucking... Uh, oh, God, what's her name? Oh, uh... uh it's, it's the character Ruby Rose plays, but it's not that, like... What's yeah, the character's name? Um... I fucking forgot. Oh, man, I'm gonna let that out. Okay. It but... should be about her. It should be about Ruby Rose as a fucking mute sign languaging assassin. That would be the coolest shit. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, how, didn't she die in like in two or did she? She like... died in the third movie, or the second movie. Okay. But it could have been a prequel. 
It could be a fucking prequel story. Yeah. It could be a spinoff. They could do whatever. Because why, why would someone that cool go with some Palestinian Honestly, dude? <laughs> like, for, for however however much of a little role, a little played in that movie, it was it, it was really cool to watch her, like, do work in that movie. Her, her name was Ares in that movie. Ares. How did I forget that? That's such a cool thing to remember. Baba Yaga, I really like John Wick, too. Uh, Ares, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like code names like that, yeah. But uh, also, not only will it, um, I think the director for that spinoff is going to be the same director for un- the Underworld series. Um, Ooh. Uh, Len Wiseman. Uh, who, I think... What have they done? <laughs> he's got himself a history. A, I did hear bad things from the Underworld series. All I ever heard from that series is that everyone like loving the main character, but eh. I'm not hearing super in confidence inspiring things here. <laughs> like okay, this this, this, this does not <laughs> give me faith, Dutch. <laughs> I mean, okay, he he's directed also the Resident Evil series, and those okay. How many Resident Evil movies do you think are there? Uh, like, did he direct the live action ones or the really good CG ones? The the live action ones. Not the I I I like those better than the, like the live action. The CG ones were oh yeah that's right they were done like by Capcom I think. Yeah, like a good studio. <laughs> Wasn't there a dragon in the latest Resident Evil movie? I did not see that one because I I watched the first like scenes of it. Got bored and stopped watching it. <laughs> so that that'll tell you oh. how, how much I didn't pay attention to that last one. Um, I mean, I understand Chad Stalski has to go someplace. He can't just keep making John Wick forever. But did Chad Stalski pick this guy? I don't think so. From the article, I think uh, I think it was like one of those things where. Uh, uh, Chad was being pushed to, hey, we need one of the John Wick people are loving it. Uh, um, hey, we need to make a spinoff. Uh, no, I'm not doing a spinoff. Uh, the studio's <laughs> just sitting there poking him. Come on, do a John Wick 4. Right. <laughs> okay, I'll do a John Wick 4. Here's a spin. Here, here's the right to the spinoff. Leave me alone for a little bit. Go do with that, okay? Go do something with that. <laughs> make a series. They took everything from him. <laughs> they left him with nothing, and now as a retiree in an old age home, John Wick must pick up his gun one last time. This time, I need a mechanical pencil and a. Fight. I just want my pudding. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I think Keanu Reeves would actually make a movie like that. He see, he seems like the kind of guy that would ridiculous shit like that because he laughs. I I love um I I watched I listened to another podcast where they uh talked about um the reason why he even did John Wick was he's always the person to want to do something new he doesn't want to keep on doing like the same old thing he doesn't want he wants to do little projects so that's why you will see him in other projects like uh 
he he did one before he did John Wick, and he like had like the old beard thing, but nobody like really paid attention to that movie. I think it was called uh, um, hold on, let me just uh, pull it up. Are you talking about the one where those two girls show up to his house and beat him? It's basically I, John Wick if John Wick was like a sissy cuck. I think so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what that movie was called, but I do remember that movie existing. Um, he it was Knock Knock. That's what it was. Yeah, Knock Knock. Yeah. <laughs> so he he did projects like that. Was that. It confusing? Yeah. <laughs> and not because it was deep. That came out directly after John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> so and he still looked like John Wick in that movie. Yeah. So me having come off seeing John, and I know, I know, we're gonna get some smart boy who comes into the comments and types fucking fingers across his keyboard. He's not the same man. Yeah. Shush. How many times have you looked at, say, a picture of Stephen Ogg and go, "Ah, that's Trevor." Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to hear it. Put the put the keyboard down. Put your pull your fedora back onto your head. Greasy hair, just rest for a little bit. You get I, it all tied up. Is that is Stephen Ogg still in Walking Dead, or did he already like die? Huh? I I haven't been watching Walking Dead, but like, is Stephen oh, Ogg still oh, in no, there I, or no? I full disclosure, I gave up on the Walking Dead after yeah um, after. Fuck it. They announced it on TV after Rick died. Oh, I see. I leave, I already assumed Rick had died because I, I was like at work and they had like the uh, uh, the Walking Dead on and one of the TVs and I just didn't see Rick. I just saw all of Michonne and like Michonne, Daryl, and yeah, that's about it now. <laughs> I'm like, that's okay. what the show is. They they made good on their promise. They said that Rick wasn't going to meet. Like the end of the series, but what can you do? I've read, I have finally finished the Walking Dead comic series. The way they end the comic series is how I wish they would have ended the TV series. It's super interesting. Are you telling me they went past where it should have been? Yeah, so uh, they went 20 years or so past Rick's death. In the comic series. Wow. And Carl is still alive by the end of the story. And so is Glenn and Maggie's son, who's also Herschel, which confused me a bit. Not well, gonna lie. Um, but yeah, no, it's 20 years in the future. It's the fucking Wild West again. There's, like, traveling salesmen on horseback. And there's Herschel, the new Herschel, Herschel 2. Going around with a freak show of zombies, town to town, in his horse-drawn carriage, dressed like a fucking snake oil salesman. Tell me this isn't the best shit, and that they should have kept going. You had me at cowboys, okay? Okay, they've they showed before that there are still horses around and stuff, and they do things like with horses, carriages, and they have a knight's theme in the show. Like, a whole, like, battalion of knights with Jesus and stuff like that. That's... Okay, that sounds cool in comic form, but they don't make it look cool in the series. So yeah, I, you had me. At- I want them if they're gonna if they're gonna keep going with fantasy inspired shit. Let's have one cowboy settlement, uh-huh. one ninja settlement, one knight <laughs> settlement, 
and one like I guess Doomsday Prepper settlement. So what you're saying is you want uh, um, uh, was it honor or dishonored? Well, yeah, for honor. For honor. That's that's honor. Yeah. <laughs> for honor. I would be down for that. <laughs> but they already have a good person for like the head of like that night regime. They have the voice of uh, Cyborg as the uh, uh, main uh, leader for that group. Uh, I forgot what the group's called. Forgive me, because I haven't seen the series since Carl <laughs> lost an eye, I think. It, or no, since Glenn died. So that's how far you can tell me. Like I've You haven't seen the show since Glenn died? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you missed a lot of shit. I, 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 I know, like, something with the... Um, Carl and what's the name of the guy who uh, killed Negan? Negan, thank you. Uh, see, um, Negan is the only person I directly remember yeah. from that show. Yeah, see, that that he still kills it. I'll I'll see an episode here and there, and I'll still see Negan doing his thing. It's it's still fun to watch Jeffrey Dean Morgan go to work. Like, okay, it's never not gonna be fun to watch him use or do that role. He's just meant for it, I think. I think that's one of his best roles. See, that's the only thing that's holding me back into, like, The Walking Dead is his role, because he makes it fun. The fact that I have to hate him sucks. <laughs> <laughs> right, in the comic, he was a fucking, like, he was a absolute degenerate. I despised him in the comic. And right. then they started doing the redemption arc, but they did it to in, in sort of a, a slower way than show like now the last episode i remember seeing was uh maggie goes into cell and says i'm going to kill you because you killed my husband and he is like oh yeah you don't have the guts for it you're a bitch uh try it pussy uh come at me scrub and uh as she goes to do it he breaks down crying and says i want you to kill me because i miss my wife and that scene what, while being powerful, was placed at exactly the wrong moment. <laughs> they wasted that fucking scene. Yeah, like, I think in one episode, uh, if I'm right, they had a... I think she was, like, a fan of the series, and she won a contest uh, to, like, be on, on the episode of The Walking Dead. But they killed her off where one of the other main characters should have died. I think it was, uh, uh, um, are you talking about that one where that chick takes an arrow through the eye? Yes. One that of the main... was a fan. Yeah, that was a fan who who won a contest uh, to be on the show. Killed her off. Like, I was wondering why that scene was so weird. <laughs> she doesn't fit in the world, does she? No. <laughs> She, she looks like somebody I used to date, so I'm like, okay, that's a little weird. And then the fucking, ah, that would explain a lot. She got killed in the gruesome way, like, midway through her sentence, she didn't even finish before she took an arrow to yeah, the yeah, eye. Yeah, 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 she stutters out the last sentence of her, or the last syllable of her last sentence. <laughs> that was her way of, hey, thank you for uh, coming to the show. You're going to die in this episode. Okay. <laughs> uh, to be fair, though, if, they, if if I was contacted by a production staff of The Walking Dead and was like, hey, 
uh, we need to kill somebody. Are you up for it? I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh, we like drone on about other things like The Walking Dead. Let's, and that's let's that's where quality. That's where that, quality that's good. content that's, is yeah. made, my friend. <laughs> I, I love that we went that far. We went that way far. off the beaten track. Uh, kind of like you can get way off the track in the new video game Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. Breakpoint. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's yeah. let's let me discuss. Uh, Caleb, have you played Breakpoint? I have not, but I now know what it's like being I'm, through. I'm gonna Taylor. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> Don't no. fucking play it. Mm. It's, <laughs> it. As somebody who loved Wildlands enough to spend a hundred or so dollars on the content in that game, and you're Tom. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, don't buy, don't buy it, don't play it. It was, I uh, so I played it on launch day. I did not buy it. I was graciously gifted a copy by my friend, and I decided to just jump right into it. Mm-hmm. You know, go explore the the wonderful island of Aroa. Okay. And the wonderful island it really is. Like the setting is really, it's a sort of technocratic it's like if elon musk got together with steve jobs and they inhabited an island of libertarian like dreamers i think that's a really cool idea i don't think the way they executed on it the best i've actually taken notes uh mm. in a pod in the something wicked podcast first i took notes uh for this episode oh yeah because my feeling <laughs> my feelings on ghost recon breakpoint were so strong and so vivid that it required the notepad to come out. And I'm going to now theatrically switch and flip my hands through the papers in order to find this. And I have found it. So I divided this into three sections. First 30 minutes, two to eight hours, and then eight hours plus. Because I feel like those are sort of the three different tipping points of, uh, or any game that you have. You judge a game first 30 minutes, the first hour and a half, the first two hours, and then after you've given a full, you know, work day to it, which I regret. Mm. So, uh, the first thing I write in my notepad is in all caps, uh, I got stuck in a rock by the campsite that you're supposed to go to to, to complete your first. Great start! <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> And I, I, after that experience, Ryan, don't let this sour your experience of this video game that Ubisoft have crafted with their blood, sweat, tears, and other bodily. Because if we uh, can let uh, Fallout get away with stuff like that, then exactly. We might as well if I, if I played Fallout for 800 plus hours, like I did Fallout 4, and it's a broken, janky mess that I still love, and was I had to make myself love it. Uh, I can make myself love this game. The next, the next note I wrote um, in the first thirty minutes section was: "This kind of feels like a worse version of Metal Gear Solid Five." Mm, okay. Like the stealth mechanics are there. The controls are very much improved from Wildlands. Let me say that. Um, it, it's more. You feel like your character kind of responds more to what you're doing. 
with the controller, and it's there's not so much of a disconnect as there was with Wildlands. That was a big problem of mine. Was that I felt like I was yelling suggestions at my character as opposed to actively controlling them. I get that a lot in Rockstar games, actually. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Red Dead 2, despite being my favorite game of the past couple of years, has that problem super bad. Arthur does not control as snappy as he could, but that's partly because of the animation. You have everything's animated in, in case you know you've been living under a, a fucking cedar tree right. <laughs> for the past couple of years. Red Dead Redemption 2 has a very, very slow uh, gameplay rhythm. Mm -hmm. Metal <sighs> Ghost Recon Breakpoint does not have a slow, uh, so everything very uh, responsive snappy actually feels great getting into combat in that game felt great until ding 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 item number three on the list uh i cleared out the biggest outpost in the game by setting off the alarm walking into a building and shooting them one by one as they came through the door Damn. and this isn't like this isn't like a boast. This isn't like, yeah, I fucking cleared the... It, it, no, this is a complaint because they walked single file through the door <laughs> like they were politely waiting to come get shot. That wasn't like that in the last game. We had to, it like... It wasn't. In the last game, they'd fucking swarm you all yeah. sides. <laughs> so it's a miracle to me that they've managed to somehow regress in AI technology. I don't know if it's because of the enemy variety that they've added. You've got uh, Juggernaut guys, you've got the Wolves, and I'll talk about the Wolves in a minute. They're actually one of my highlights, and it's for a real Mmm. Okay. Uh, and that reason isn't John Bernthal. I'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's to me, the enemies felt severely downgraded. They were less full in this game, which... Don't, okay, another thing that I will say about Wildlands, the enemies were too lethal at points. I remember uh, getting one-shotted by a guy dual-wielding Mac 11 from about 300 feet away, which, well, that'd require a bit of luck. Mm -hmm. And I think that's more luck than any single random, you know, cliff-dwelling, uh, coke-sniffing Sicario can muster. Right. Um but this this game has overall worse AI. The animations are good, but they're a little quick. So um, the next thing I wrote down, and this is at the end of the first 30 minutes, was the bivouac system was hyped up. It is nothing more than fast travel points. So you know how when the game was first announced, they were talking about, oh, you can you can pitch camp and you can rest and you can, you know, recuperate your injuries. And it, 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 you can do that stuff, but it doesn't matter. Right. At all. And I I didn't use the camp once, because you can just fast travel from anywhere in the map. But using the bivouac gives you I might be wrong about that. Mm. <laughs> so, bivouac's useless. It gives you, like, a, a negligible bonus if you, like, drink a canteen of water or kind of stretch or look at your gun. It's it's really weird. There's a option in there called Weapon Familiarization that gives you uh, a 20% accuracy boost, which I didn't notice at all, because I was creeping up on guys and shit in the head anyway. 
Uh, and the animation for familiarizing yourself with your weapon is to pick it up, pick up your pistol, and just look down the sights of it. That's all he does. When I clicked that button, I thought it was going to like take apart a gun or something, but that doesn't happen in this game is for that. <laughs> they can't go so moving on, like that. <laughs> are, are you, do you have any questions about anything so far? Uh, there's one question, like, story-wise, like, uh... Okay. Uh, so, like, is this, like, a build-off to, like, the last series? Like They uh, mentioned the last game once. Okay. It, it's... Because after that one, in, like, their main it's girl... In a, it's like, in a weird throwaway line uh-huh. that was, like, would you rather be here or Bolivia? And then... Nomad just says Bolivia any day, and I agreed with that. Damn. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, in case you can't tell, I'm not a fan of Because, it's, because, like, I, I felt like this was sort of rushed, because, like, how, how, I think, um, was it, Ghost Recon came out, like, two, maybe three years ago, um, and at first, we our first reaction to this was, oh man, uh, this is going to be a weird experience. We might not even play this a lot. We might just go back to GTA. We found that a lot more fun than GTA, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. And to tell me that this is downgraded from this, from that, is very disappointing. Like It hurts. It hurts. It's like peeling off a band-aid. And, and you're even, like, the a bigger Tom Clancy fan than I am. Like, I This game is marketed toward people like me. They've got weird shit in this game that nobody would give a shit about except somebody like me. Like, right. there's a gun attachment called the Maul, which is a, a laser unit that I've looked at for my actual AR, and I was super excited that they had one in this game. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of autistic bullshit that they, they pander to in this game. And I love that. They have, like, ah, oh, the gear. The customization's great. It's an upgrade from uh, Wildlands. Except uh-huh. you have to buy most of camouflage pattern, which is a bit of a because I'm not made of money at the moment. So I didn't have time to deck my guy out and black. Kind of upset. Right. <laughs> it is, like, the equipment, like, is it also downgraded from the last game? Uh-huh. No, it's faithfully remodeled uh, or faithfully recreated stuff from real world okay. manufacturers such as Cry Precision, uh, Velocity Systems, Mayflower. Uh, fucking SNS Precision got some stuff too, and I know this this means nothing to absolutely everybody, but there's it, it's it's big to see tactical gear manufacturers so deeply represented in a video game, especially one that was released by a company Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. It's incredible to see, you know, because I, I looked, um, I, I kind of followed, because I loved, and I, I, I'm actually, a, I post on the, the Ghost Recon subreddit a lot, and I saw a lot of people uh, posting links to the stuff that you could buy in real life, and it's it, it's remarkable to see a game pushing the marketing for brands like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big one is 511 Tactical. They've actually got a, a lot of their gear in the game, and they've uh, 
they were actually, I think, uh, the sole supplier for the stuff uh, for the live action trailers. Or no, that's a lie. Um, I know one of the guys helped work on that, and he supplied a lot of gear, and it wasn't all 511. But they did Nomad wear mostly 511 stuff. His uh, backpack was 511. His standard plate carrier is 511. Anyway. Mm-hmm. It's it's neat for me to see a military game push like that. So customization, good. Okay, that, that's <laughs> good. That's good. Can, can I still wear my predator good. shit? <laughs> it's better. I wish they would pull it out of the game and make it its own separate little phone app widget thing that I could just play around with. Mm. Uh, that'd be really fucking neat. They won't do that though. <laughs> See, I really wish I can. I, I wish they can like uh, do like in other games. You could pull out your old file from another game and like uh, upload that. I wish they could do that, and I want to bring my predator shit from the old game. I was expecting <laughs> that splash screen to come up when I first started the game to say, you know, you like to import your save file from Ghost Recon Wildlands because I thought it was going to help me, you know. They didn't even say anything about it. It's just something nowadays that you expect so much from games. Right. It, but I can see, like, how hard that is, though. Like, um, the last game I think I played where it actually, like, did an import save from, like, another sequel of a game is, like, Life is Strange and, like, story gonna, stuff I thought, like that. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Mass Effect. No. <laughs> Uh, like which Mass Effect? Are you talking like uh, um... uh, all of them? After one, you could import your save file into the next game. Yeah. I think that's like by yeah. I think it's mostly for import stuff. It's always by choice stuff. It's never by equipment stuff. Uh, the last equipment import I think I played was like Dragon Ball Universe that it did that, and that one was a little bit cool. Um, all the stuff I used in my last game, uh, I used in that game, so there was never a dull moment in that type of equipment, so all the stats in that still came over, so I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, nowadays it's just choice. It, it's always like, oh, you did this in this game? Uh, because you killed this guy, this guy is gonna be in this next game, stuff like that. Yeah, and while Wildlands didn't have a system like that, I would have appreciated a little bit of carryover from uh, Wildlands to Breakpoint, where I could see, like, uh, they don't even give me any bonuses, and this is a very petty thing, and I Mm -hmm. I did not let this sour my opinion. There's no bonuses for returning players. It's kind of like they just forgot that Wildlands happened. Right. Which is a little depressing. So the next thing I wrote, uh, I first encountered the wolves at around the hour mark. And these are super cool-looking dudes. Uh, They wear these cool skull helmets, kind of. And they wear these cool capes, which, by the way, this is what I wrote down in the notes. Uh, Holy shit, their capes flap in the fucking... Mmm, so they went Batman style. I, I haven't seen that in the game. I, I didn't notice it in Batman, but it reacts to the fucking wind. Like, when you hear the wind pick up, their capes flap. Ooh. It's hype. It's so cool. <laughs> and it's wasted, because the wolves are just enemies with a little bit more armor. See, yeah, that's cool, because you don't see those in, like, 
from what I heard from like uh, game devs uh, in developing Batman, it takes way too long to develop like flowing cloth in games and stuff like that, especially for Batman. You got to go in different directions with Batman, and to see that like in that is pretty cool. That I'm not gonna lie, that's cool. That it's, other games it's doesn't super. Do that. It, it blew me the fuck away. I was sitting there looking at him through a a pair of binoculars, and it happened, and I was like, "Whoa!" Mm-hmm. It's like I almost didn't expect that to be in this. <laughs> Looks like so, uh, know, all the work in the I game. because they're all wearing like these overcoat parka poncho things that kind of i it's that's my aesthetic i love i love long flowing shit so looks like all the work in the game wind in the game blew my fucking mind and i was (laughs) it made me smile for all of like 30 seconds uh so good job good job breakpoint good cape physics (laughs) Now on to the rest of the game. (laughs) Okay, so moving on. After that, a little bit further into the hour mark, we've got uh, John Bernthal is probably the best performer in the game, no surprise there, and you can kill him super early. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... Can you tell me why you could kill the Punisher? You have to grind to the gear level applicable. You have to grind to the... Oh, that's a new thing, by the way. You have to uh, get gear levels, like, in the division. And you have loot now. And the looting was actually... Yeah, I like loot games. Uh, Escape from Tarkov is one of my favorite games ever. So, Mm -hmm. to me, uh, the idea of a Ghost Recon loot game with survival mechanics... Like it, while it flies in the face of everything Tom Clancy has ever, uh, or Tom Clancy games, because I don't know how much input he had on a lot of it. I know he wrote the first Ghost Recon, but mm-hmm. I think it might. Yeah. I think it might have gotten handed over to the devs. But anyway, like I was saying, it mm-hmm. it flies in the face of everything that Tom Clancy should be, and yet I was still hyped to play what I thought was going to be Snake Eater, but bigger. And with loot. Oh. Is it like... So, uh, is it like uh, Breath of the Wild, where like uh, you could definitely go after the boss right now, but you should probably build up your stats, or it's yes. going to be super difficult. Yes. <laughs> okay, that, that's cool. Yes. <laughs> I, I did not do it myself, but I watched somebody, uh, after two hours of playing the game, kill John Byrne. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> it was anticlimactic. It was dinky. It was gross. And I just... I, I don't like it. I don't like what they've done to my Ghost Recon. Because in the last game, you had to, like, take down, like, Four El, people. El Sueño wasn't even a blip on your radar. You knew of him, but you couldn't see him. Yeah. Until, <laughs> until you were just about, you know, you were done with this game. You'd been balls deep in it. You'd seen all Bolivia had to offer you, and then now it's the final mission. It's, it's go time. Your friends are ready to wrap this up. Right. And that's, that's what happened. And you That's went through a whole be. fucking mess in, in order to get <laughs> to the guy. And 
that's like one of the coolest parts of like uh, Ghost Recon is uh, the amount of mess you had to go through in order to get to, to this one guy. But you're telling me like, yes. that has downgraded to oh yeah, you just go out to that guy and go get him. <laughs> I mean, thematically, it might actually have been a good move because. I was just thinking of the the example. It's like it, it's like if we had went to Osama bin Laden's apartment the night of nine eleven and just <laughs> popped him in the face. <laughs> I mean, that's it's that would have been really efficient and cool if we managed to do that. That would have made us look like badasses. But oh, I, I was hoping... it wouldn't have been a fun video game. To play. <laughs> oh, I was hoping to kill like the three headed Islamic <laughs> a bomber. In the cave of dreams. I'm, I'm actually very serious. I'm surprised they haven't taken the concept of like the movie Zero Dark Thirty and adapted it into a game. Mm-hmm. But I guess they kind of did with Medal of Honor Warfighter. I don't know if you played that one. Um, it was about no. hunting a a big bad terrorist because he was gonna send bombs to all of his other little terrorists. It was a good game. If you guys haven't played Medal of Honor Warfighter, find a copy and play it. It's worth your time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the next thing on my list is uh, there's no squad AI. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember after they showed off the game and people complained that they said there was going to be squad AI. You can Google uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint friendly AI, and you'll get news stories about them saying, uh, yeah, we're gonna have it. It wasn't there. Uh, Lies. The next, thing I said, <laughs> the next thing I said was, I wish I was playing anything else. Um, you kind of see my mental state deteriorating. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> On to the sound design, I noticed a peculiar little thing when I shot a man in the leg. Uh, I shot a man in the leg with a assault rifle, mm-hmm. and he crumpled to the floor and started choking on his own blood. Like, it played the sound effect that you'd expect from somebody getting shot in the throat. Damn. Which I thought was weird. I feel like this, it's, it's kind of a, that's a video game. It's, it's <laughs> I've had it happen in GTA as well. I've had it happen in where a sound effect is. Uh, the wrong sound effect plays. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was intentional. I feel like nowadays it's not hard to assign a certain sound clip to a certain body type impact. I'm not a game developer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, coming from someone who's like been through 3D modeling, it's not hard to just attach certain sounds to certain things. Uh, I know people who have done it in Unity. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I know people who have put together physical simulation, uh, so like GTA Euphoria style, you know, reaction physics, and then locational damage based sound effects. Have they've done this in Unity for free uh-huh. in a night? It's not hard if <laughs> you know what you're doing and you have a team of developers, which we saw. Uh, the next thing I write down here is uh, I'm playing Death Stranding early. The rocks are floating. Oh, <laughs> it cool. was along a riverbed near the uh, 
sort of the eastern coast of the map. I noticed it at first when I went to go prone to hide from enemies, and I managed to clip myself underneath a rock. Mm. And I thought it was interesting, so I kept trying to do it to a lot more. And then I noticed more and more that most of them were just floating about four feet off. Hmm. <laughs> See, it, that's... It, 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 it was surreal. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. Thanks. Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> Got to play Death Stranding early. <laughs> Yeah. So a little little tangent today. While I was at work mm. today, I thought to myself how weird it is that Death Stranding is a thing that we're able to like buy pretty. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, and we still don't know much about it. <laughs> well, Even though they we showed, know, we know the story. We know the basic outline now. We... What the fuck were you thinking, Coach? <laughs> like what? What happened? make this I smoked a lot of weed with uh, Daryl <laughs> we just got super high after like they shut shut Silent Hill down <laughs> um okay so I, I already explained this one the juggernaut enemies in the game they're easy to kill they're more annoying than intimidating, and enemies come at you one at a time, single file. That I kind of touched on. Let's go back again and say that the enemy variety is completely wasted on enemies that are dumb as, well, the sand that they're standing on. Uh, the next note, I feel bad for having written this. It's kind of a very... It, it's a low blow. I feel like I'm playing a game that offers no stimulation whatsoever. That's not normally a big deal, but I felt like a zombie playing this game. A good game makes you feel like a zombie, or make, or you don't notice that you're zombieing out because you're playing it. And it's good. It's sending all the right signals to your brain box. This game made every second scrape by. It made my brain hurt and not in the fun way. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, so, that's exactly you what know I... those you ever watch a lifetime movie um where it, a character just pops up and he's playing a, a video game and it's uh it's kill him up nine it's just this this mindless fucking like gun shooty uh mm-hmm. explosion sound effecty game this is ghost recon break right See, yes, I'm in the background. <laughs> it's fine. And the, the final, the final note I kind of wrote was, uh, I gave this game. Oh no, no, no! I actually had one more. Uh, this game could have done with two more years of depth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, like, like we said, like we said before, like we prefer a non-rushed games, like, uh, like over just super rush. Like things that come out next year. I, I don't want things coming out every year. Like I can wait two years for a game, or two or three years. Like you don't have to give me anything. God, God, say if I can wait for a game that's never going to be developed, like Half Life, I can wait for anything. I'm still waiting. 
it is it's dead. It's dead. In our heart of hearts, we all know. It's it'll happen <laughs> someday. The the generation that played Half Life One is gonna die before Half Life Three comes. Right, out. <laughs> the guys who were I met a guy who was in college when he first played Half Life One. <laughs> yeah, no, he's probably got a family. He's got a, like uh, a whole job. Um, yep. Probably waiting for that retirement pension. <laughs> he's a career man. So, uh, he vividly remembers first playing the game. Uh, after smoking a shit ton of weed and sitting down playing it on his old machine. He said it was one of the best games he ever played. Half-Life 2, Fallen Suit, beautiful mm-hmm. game. Uh, he does nothing but say good things about it. Uh, probably die before he gets to give a verdict on half <laughs> Valve, every second that you spend not developing Half-Life, a potential player it, for just the low, low cost of nineteen ninety nine a day, can uh, well pay Valve to make Gabe, Gabe is but, like but, fifty six. There are community <sighs> projects out there uh, that will not demand twenty nine ninety nine a day. Uh, instead, they will. Uh, take whatever help you can get from uh, Project Borealis is a creation of a pistol uh, document by Mark Laidlaw, and that's driven and come out. And then the other one, there's there's one being made on the Source Engine, and there's one being made in Unreal Engine. And it's taking the script that uh, the writer of Half-Life wrote for Episode 3 and kind of expanding. That's sort of... Did you know about that? I did not know about that. Like, yeah, so we're getting two Half-Life threes on two different engines. Hmm. It's just they're not from Valve. I I I mean, like I have heard uh, like I I have heard good things about Black Mesa and them like revamping it for the PC from like some indie developers. That looks cool. Why did it have to be an indie developer for that to happen, though? Like, yeah. <laughs> you should not let people like that make a better game for you. Like, well, I mean, there's oh, okay, so there's it's it's kind of funny. Um, there's a VR game, the name of which I cannot remember. Mm-hmm. That is a physics-based uh, adventure first-person shooter that has a crowbar as your main melee weapon and Valve has kind of used this game to prototype the Valve uh, Knuckles which I think I think what they're planning is buying it and turning it into Half-Life don't quote me but they've said they want to do a Half-Life VR game and this game it, and I'll try to say that really quick so just let me finish my thoughts on uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint um, overall, I'd give it a 3.5 out of 10. It has some redeeming qualities, especially if you're like me, like military. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe give it time. Ghost Recon Wildlands was an polished piece of software before a couple updates. So I'm, I've still kept my copy. I'm going to reinstall it occasionally, go back and play it, and maybe try to pick up an appreciation. Let let it bake but, in the oven for a little bit. You know, let it, it. Let's let the developers finish developing it before we. Right. <laughs> uh, King of Games in early development. Postal Four has gone early access on Steam. Uh, are you familiar with the Postal franchise, Caleb? Boy, am I always. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have to explain what Postal is to you. <laughs> it's you it, can, it, it's you in a uh, Black Eyed Peas. Postal Two is in a Black Eyes Black Eyed Peas uh, music video for God's sakes. <laughs> Like, <laughs> that's how old it, that Wait, is. wait, wait. What? Yeah, Postal 2 is in a Black Eyed Peas uh, music video. I think it was, like, uh, Where's the Love, I think the song is called. And, like, there's a screenshot I... of them talking about how things have changed and how things have gone wrong. And, <laughs> and it's just kids are playing Postal 2. I'm like, there's no way oh kids are God, playing. Oh, my God, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I'd known about that. That's great. <laughs> what kids do you know that are playing? That's like that, me. Well, okay. Well, yeah, that was a different time, I guess. Well, I guess I that was, was Black Eyed Peas time. Oh God, how was I? How old was I when I first played Postal Two? I was like ten. <laughs> so yeah, Postal Four. Uh, we're gonna skip over three, much like the developers did. Right. Is uh, early access on Steam. You can. It's a thing you can buy now. Uh, it's in very early development. Mind a lot of the. I've only got one day so far. You can access, and a lot of it's fair. Call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad to see Running with Scissors is out doing their thing. They've replaced the voice actor of the postal guy. Really? Do you care to take a guess who it might be? Because I. Huh? Hold on. This, uh. It's our degenerate neighbors outside. Oh. Awesome. Yes. Uh, so, um, the postal guy got a new voice. And. Uh. And, uh, not who you would expect him to be. It's definitely not the thing. voice actor for Duke Nukem, that's for sure. But... Uh, uh, mm. Mm? Close? Close? <laughs> no, that's that's him. All the other <laughs> John Saint John plays the fucking postal guy in this new one. Well, <laughs> I thought that would be the logical point. I guess it's it's brilliant. He actually does a really good job in the little that I've seen. Oh man. He's 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 not as he doesn't sound like Postal Two guy who's but he's he's contracted to something so it makes he he he's got a rap sheet so we when you hear his voice you automatically know where he's from like where, yeah where I think at. I heard him on a radio show one time like he was doing a I think I was looking for it and immediately I was like that's the fucking postal guy mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas John St John doesn't sound remotely like he's in fact, he does a pretty good impression of Postal. Uh, I'm very happy to see. 
<laughs> and we're just, uh, if you don't mind, I think we're going to take a very short break here. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. So we'll be back uh, here in a couple of seconds. Uh, meanwhile, enjoy a message from, I guess, our sponsor. <laughs> we don't have it. Yeah, we don't have <laughs> I'm Anson My Eyes Johnson here at Anson My Eyes Johnson's Electronics. I mean, there's so many ants in my eyes, and there's so many TVs, microwaves, radios. I think, I can't, I'm not 100% sure what we have here in stock because I can't see anything. Our prices, I hope, aren't too low. Check out this refrigerator, only $200. What about this microwave? Only $100, that's fair. I'm Anson My Eyes Johnson, everything's black. I can't see a thing, and also I can't feel anything either. Did I mention that? But that's not as catchy as having ants in your eyes, so that always goes, you know, off by the wayside. I can't feel, it's a very rare disease. All my, all my nerves, they don't allow for the sensation of touch. So I never know what's going on. Am I standing, sitting? I don't know. And we're back. Thank you, Answer My Eyes Johnson, for bringing us that wonderful, wonderful advertisement. It's <laughs> uh, truly remarkable to see a man with such a disability uh, go forth and uh, realize he's selling. <laughs> you know, I thought I could see his prices in my life. Turns out, I can't either. Those are answer my eyes, Johnson prices. Can't be seen. Can't be seen anywhere else. Cannot be seen. <laughs> so. All right, and I'll just take this uh this opportunity to give a quick uh little shout out to the now name, uh, the now like we know the name of this group. It's called Razael. Razael so. Gaming. Yeah, they. This is uh sponsored uh, by them. They gave us a good opportunity to help them out, and well, they're giving us a chance to help us out. So we're doing a little bit of cross promotion yep. with them. Um, as I said earlier, um, now that I know the name, and I'm fucking it up. So <laughs> yeah, we wanted to be respectful because this is a, a very close friend of ours. Oh yeah, yeah. Even though we this talk shit about him there. on this cast, this man, yeah, he was there when I was. Super drunk on multiple occasions. I can. Mm. <laughs> In fact, he was there drinking with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, Kate, you have. Yeah, I have. Uh, I had a week uh, for myself. It wasn't really much. Um, uh, as far as uh, some stuff I did, like with gaming. I played Destiny 2, like the new Shadow Keep DLC. Um, very short, but still fun. Um, any chance to keep playing Destiny is, I'm up for it because it's just that mindless droning game that I said before. Um, it, for this, they go more into, hey, maybe we have a story, maybe we don't. Um, but that's good old Bungie, because when, you, when you're original story stuff have been written from you. You're sort of like making stuff up as you go. So this is like them, like, they have something and they're gonna bring in like a story every season. Which is cool. Um, uh, still vague on a, a lot more equipment drop than like other DLCs. Um, and uh, the power, light powers have been like 
built up just a little bit more. So now people are like uh, aren't just low three hundred and up light class. They'll be like nine hundred nine hundred light class. So uh, and the enemies are a lot more difficult in this one. Um, nice, nice. I remember uh, when I first bounced off, I didn't have that good of internet, but I managed to install uh, the first desk. Mm -hmm. I could still connect to the server. So bad. I remember vividly. I do. I had a lot of fun. Uh, oh yeah. So is it? Is it? Is it anywhere comparable to the the second? Um, like uh, uh, oh, with the second, it's yeah, it's it, it's on par with the first one. Like at first, okay. it started off really slow, and people were complaining about server issues. This being very short and stuff like that. But as time went on, people were like, okay, no, yeah, there's a game here. There's definitely a game here. Um, I can play this. I can see myself continuing through this. Like, um, And that's, I'm happy that it's built up there. So just like with Ghost Recon and stuff like that, it had to bake a little bit. It had to. <laughs> so, oh, oh God, you. I'm sorry. I tried. I tried to suppress that. <laughs> it's <laughs> We're Which discussing is human it beings. So fucking bad. Ow. <laughs> so sorry about audio listeners. We're discussing human beings. I had beings a fucking with... onion in my nose. I was eating a McChicken, and I fucking coughed, and a bit of onion just went up right in the fucking cavity. Fuck my entire life. Ow. <laughs> this uh... is the the kind of top tier broadcasting you can only get on something. Podcast. <laughs> onion, oh God! Onion in your nose. You know, just it. That's uh, something with wicked podcast. Whenever you. I'm really us. falling apart over here. Oh my God. <laughs> so, oh. uh, so yeah, uh, with De Destiny Two, yep, yeah, there's still stuff there. Um, I'll... I completely forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> we're talking I was about. So in I was so engrossed in the drama unfolding in my sinuses. <laughs> we, we were talking about the comparison the first and second Destiny one. 2. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, pretty much all I got left to say about that is that, um, hey, uh, go give it a try. Um, if you're looking for mindless games and stuff like that, uh, Destiny 2, Shadow Keep, good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, any more I have to say about that is, man, I, I don't want to really talk more about uh, Destiny all that okay. much. But <laughs> all right. um, do you remember the Proud Fam? I do. <laughs> I have been watching episodes because my girlfriend and I have been, uh, we've been ha like we've been watching just weird. It started with Rugrats and it went to the Proud Family. I'm so glad that we're not watching Rugrats anymore because I. Uh, I still think that show is ugliest. Okay, but I, I um, okay, never mind. I have a question about that. Um, some other thing, but like, go go ahead. Like, <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. A ask me about Rugrat. Uh, I, I was just gonna ask, like, hey, what movie do you think, like, what sequel to a movie do you find better than the original movie? Uh, the Rugrats. Well, well, Rugrats is 
uh, part part of a thing, a thing I'm gonna go into and stuff like that. But like, without thinking of like on the top of your head, hey, what's a sequel that's better than the original? What's a sequel that what? So what's a sequel to a movie that's a, better than the original movie, like the first movie? Uh, I guess John Wick improved a lot. Hmm. See, I've gotten um, the the answers I've gotten so far are. Whereas going in the going in the complete opposite direction, Sicario two to Sicario one. Um, I talk about it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, love Sicario two. Don't get me wrong. I just the first movie was a fucking masterpiece. The second one, really good action. Right. D- is do you? Hold in your heart the belief that the one of the Rugrats movies is better than the other. In my heart of hearts, I think Rugrats two is better than Rugrats one. <laughs> because okay, only because that Rugrats one was just nothing but brotherly love. Like, oh, there's a new baby. Oh, I'm gonna hate him. And uh, the kids <laughs> surprisingly don't die in the forest. Surprisingly. Um, <laughs> I remember that movie even though I have never seen it for years. <laughs> oh man, uh, you see, I've been the only uh, the only thing I could really take away from Rugrats as an adult is I was a lot more like Chucky as a kid than I really wanted, <laughs> and I hate that about myself. See, I don't think I can like see myself as any of those babies. Maybe I was a I was a scaredy little bitch when I was a child. <laughs> Maybe I was sort of like Angelica in the fact of like, hey, I can imagine. Uh, no, Caleb, Caleb, you were the black kid. <laughs> Fucking knew it was gonna come back to that. <laughs> 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 Look, she celebrated <laughs> Martin Luther King Day. What's in that show? And then that's all she was known for. Uh, I think she. <laughs> I think they did an episode about um um Hanukkah. Qua- Han- no, they did an episode about no, Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Yeah, Kwanzaa. Yeah. <laughs> Kwanzaa, and then uh, the, it was the same episode as Hanukkah. So they were like, uh, oh, of course, Susie has to be the one that celebrates Kwanzaa. She's a black American. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Don't. Uh, which which of the which family was Jewish? I can't remember exactly which family. Like, Tommy's parents. I've been watching it, but I think Tommy's family is definitely like on his okay, own side. So I remember vividly yeah. there being a very stereotypical Jewish character that they used for like one episode. Oh, his grandpa. And I think it was a relative of theirs. So it was his grandpa on his mother's side. Most definitely. Most <laughs> definitely. That was like hardcore Jewish. <laughs> Call me, my boy. <laughs> Give me run, some sugar. <laughs> we should, uh. Yeah. I, I never. So, fucking speaking of Rugrats, I want to track down a PlayStation and play the, the game and watch it. Uh, Which one? Chris O'Neill. <laughs> the, plays. I've been watching that. The first Rugrats game or Rugrats in Paris? <laughs> uh, 
the video game, The Search for Reptar. There was two of them. Oh, okay. There the was, first one, the then. The Search for Reptar, <laughs> and then I think Studio Tour? Okay, okay, yeah. There, oh, no, there was three. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, the first one. You're talking about, yeah. That one is still... I know gem. more about Rugrats video games than I would like to admit. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously the same. What is okay, okay, this is kind of a this is something I've been asking a lot of what is the best um video game tie in that you've played? Tie in like tie into like movies and series and stuff like that or Yeah, so okay. like a video game that was made that actually turned out because I know a lot of movie video games kinda suck. And same with like cartoon or um Hmm. Well, the obvious one. I. No, no, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Like the obvious one is obviously Spider-Man Two. That yeah, is like yeah, the best the movie game. Like, <laughs> so. Um, I love Spider-Man Two. It it was only surpassed for me by Spider-Man Two PS4. <laughs> yeah. And that's because they just borrowed a lot from Spider-Man Two to realize that like, hey, that was a fun video game to play. Hmm. Just do that. The the original way of swinging in games was made from that. Like, uh, other than that, it was like Spider-Man 1 was just jump and, like, push. You fucking swing <laughs> from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Although nothing. the fucking, the, I think it was the Activision Spider-Man 1 game. I remember, like, extremely well because I played that for probably years when I was a child. <laughs> I remember playing it, but I remember not being able to get past the first parts on the roof because yeah, I didn't know how to swing. I, when I was a young and I couldn't kill Venom. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was my that was my downfall. Uh, uh, my favorite tie-in game would have to be either Spider-Man or uh, and this is a weird one: The Nightmare Before Christmas. Like fucking the the really the devil may cry ripoff that they made. <laughs> yeah, I love Nightmare Before Christmas. It's 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 a yearly tradition for me uh, to watch uh, the emo gothic uh, shit show unfold before but, my very eyes. But wait, Ryan, yearly didn't that what? predate Devil May Cry? So therefore, Devil May Cry no. ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> no, DMC came out right then, and they're like, oh, well, this Nightmare Before Christmas thing is getting really hot with the Hot Topic crowd. Let's make a fucking... I don't know if it was ripping off God of War or Devil May Cry. It's got a style meter, very much like Devil May Cry, and it's got really stupid bone puns for fucking style rating. Bone chilling and spine tingling! It's... It's ridiculous, but I loved that game, and I went back and I watched some. I watched a full playthrough of it, and it's actually a really fucking big pile of shit. Damn. <laughs> See, that's, that's they play. Bad. This is Halloween on loop. The, the that whole song. Wait, are you saying the whole soundtrack was? This I, was I, I'm awful. saying the whole soundtrack is like they have they have reprises. Okay. Of a lot of the songs. So, like, Oogie Boogie gets another song. Uh, Jock, Shock, and Barrel get another song. Mm -hmm. Except it's, it's like, kidnapped. Is it, is it kid? Fuck, I'm, I'm repressing it. 
I don't know if Boogie Song is just like more of the like yeah. more of his, you know, thing and it was a I thought it was a game. I was wrong. I remember telling people, Oh, that's the best movie tie in game and I really hope nobody played that game on my recommendation. It's fine. We were all Tim Burton fans. That's probably why I've lost friends just at random. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming from the guy, like believe me, coming from a guy who wanted to collect all the Tim Burton DVDs when he was a kid. Like I, I had Corpse Bride, I had Nightmare Before Christmas on Corpse my Bride PSP. Is still legit. <laughs> it's it's a real... shut up. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like the whole her background is still gives me chills. Like how the, she died. The fucking songs are better than Nightmare Before Christmas at the very least. Die, die, we all pass away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that manages to get me hyped for the. Okay, uh, boys and girls of questionable age, (laughs) get in my van. I'll show you something strange. Here, let me have a long droning song about how I wish we didn't celebrate Halloween every year, even though that's our life. I, I mean, I, I admit, I've probably seen the movie too many times. It, it's 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 getting to the point where it annoys me every time it's on TV. I'm like, fuck that, but I'll still watch it. What's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. <laughs> I love that that fucking that vine that one dude. The fuck? The, the fuck? fuck? There's like shit everywhere. <laughs> um, have you seen the Simpsons movie more than once? Yes, I have, because... Why? Okay, one, the movie came out a day after my birthday. So I saw that when it first came out for my birthday, and I had fun. Uh, It was funny at first, but when Mm -hmm. you see the movie a hundred other times, because uh, everyone played it on FX, Fox, like, they... (laughs) After that, it stopped being funny, after you've seen Bart's penis after the hundredth time. <laughs> it... Look at his pee-pee. <laughs> now I have a cow Yeah, I wasn't, I was not a fan. I loved it in theaters. I went and saw it in theaters with my family, which was a strange thing to go see with your family, especially none of us being Simpsons fans at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my mom hated it, obviously. My sister and brother enjoyed it. In fact, my sister watches it kind of regularly. And by regularly, I mean more than once in the span of a decade. So, bizarre. I I just... eh. That's one of those movies that you see, and I can't... I couldn't bother to give it a... Hmm. See, uh... I, I... I'm from a family that loved The Simpsons, like we would quote lines from The Simpsons all the time. It's something that was really, really uh, dear to us and stuff. But after like the first, like the same thing with the movies, the same thing with the series. After the first few times, they were funny. After the first seasons, 
they're funny. But after they continue on, it stops losing its charm. And you can go your distant ways. And then, unfortunately, you have no choice but to go to series like Family Guy after that. <laughs> so, like, but even then, there there are still good series like Bob's Burgers and stuff like that. I will watch. I, I wonder if Bob's Burgers is. <laughs> hmm. I said, I wonder if Bob's Burgers will ever get a movie. Maybe. I hi- highly doubt it. I don't think uh, that actor really wants, like, the main actor for Bob wants to be in, like, big movies and stuff like that. Like, he, 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 made, he kept himself in Archer and Bob's Burgers for a while because he's been in movies before and he just didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like Bob's Burgers would necessarily a, a good idea right it's awkward funny and i don't think it's movie funny awkward. i mean i think <laughs> i think they need to take one of the holiday specials and make it a movie or like movie length of it mm-hmm. love to see a full length uh halloween or no yeah halloween episode actually oh yeah their halloween movies aren't or halloween specials are on point they do well with those like uh but uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm gonna go back to my week since we're like at the hour and twenty minute um, mark. Um, uh, uh, the other game I played as well is uh, Control. I played a ton. Oh of Control. my god! I've been wanting to play that. Ryan, you starting off as we uh, do games and suggestions of whether we should play it or not. Control, you should go play it. <laughs> that All is right. a game you should yeah. go play. <laughs> Because uh, I that's uh that's Remedy. I know Remedy. They made mm-hmm. they started one of the every single game they put out. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking loved Alan Wake. I loved uh, Quantum Break. It was actually better than I wanted it to be. I thought it was going to be a kind of you know a kind of shitty game that it turned out to be good. And how could I forget? Uh, the game that kind of gave me my personal philosophy on life, Max Payne. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me tell you, like, I put into, like, seven hours into the game. Um, like, I, every chance I get a chance to, like, play it in between words and stuff, I sit down and just play a little bit, play a little bit. And uh, it is, like I said before, is like SCP, like, each thing of item that's called an object of power, they have their okay. own backstory, and they do different things. Like uh, there's this one object of power that's funny, where it's um, this one officer took uh, this toy duck that was in the facility at home because he thought it was oh it was just a normal toy duck whatever. Uh, he brought it home to his daughter. His daughter is like, I hate that duck. There's something evil about it. It destroy like all the dolls in my room and stuff like that and he said well okay let me take a good look at it no it's just a duck so he goes one day he goes to work and in the dead of night he hears nothing but an echo of a quack <laughs> so um it was like what no huh that sounds just like that duck that i gave to my daughter <laughs> and the whole thing so, it, like the description it, ends it's kind of it's kind of SCP with an X-Files sort of twist. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and, and, and the okay. whole, whole I, thing I, ends I have to spoil. I have to spoil this for myself. You've beaten the game, yes? Not yet. 
Not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. Um, Does a light switch show up at all? Uh, no. But not but, yet. Wait, wait. There actually there is a light switch. Oh, like this light switch is very interesting. This switch, uh, whenever um, it, it it's like a, a dangling like light switch. It's not like your wall on the wall light switch. It's uh, basically whenever like an officer wants to go to where an object, a power is in the world, there's always going to be a whole tail somewhere. And uh, when the uh, person clicks the light, they get teleported to a, that whole tail in the globe that's near uh, where that object see, and power is. <laughs> you see, you started off saying like light and immediately okay, so I was hoping there was going to be an Alan Wake reference in the fucking game that, like, a light switch would be one of the SCP objects or whatever. God damn. No, but there, <laughs> but Ryan, there is a callback to an Alan Wake. In fact, uh, oh, okay. the file is okay. That's all I need to know. To Don't tell me what it is. I'll play okay. it and find it. <laughs> okay, there is something. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you'll have cool things like that. There'll be a hotel for uh, every place you want to go in, like, site missions and stuff like that. So you'll just go into like this whole tales uh, puzzle game and stuff like that. And I, I heard that they're gonna have a DLC that's kind of similar to the Chalice Dungeon in Bloodborne if you've ever played that. Oh and Where no. it's gonna be kind of a randomly generated sort of maze level. Yeah. Okay, I can see through. that. Yeah. That seems like it'd be really interesting. It was a rumor uh, that I've heard a lot of people talk about and speculating about. And me not knowing anything about the game, I didn't know if it worked good, but. Seems like it'd be a pretty good idea. Yeah. <laughs> See, uh, it, there are definitely like different puzzles and like obstacle courses uh, that that scenario would work in. So I would definitely want to see that. Uh, and uh, so far, I haven't seen like the main villain. There is the main villain. There's a story to it. Like the the girl has to look for her brother who's been taken. Uh, into this facility, um, who has powers like hers? Like she's able to use every type of telekinesis. She can fly. She can lift objects. She can use them as shields. Um, meanwhile, you have like an object of power of like it's a gun that can shoot high velocity bullets and then regenerate those bullets. Um, oh. <laughs> that... They just took video game guns and made them an SCP. That's fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> and then it, that gun can also change into different guns. Like, you'll have a, gu a shotgun uh, that can, uh, like, s spread shot different enemies in that area. Um, you'll have, like, a, a high-velocity ray gun that will just blast, like, take... Uh, Make an enemy's damage like full on, like half a bar, and that's that's super cool. Is it uh, is it satisfying to play? I'm imagining from very, how you sound and how excited you are. Yeah, <laughs> very satisfying. Like, what is like the last game in which you, you use telekinesis and a gun in which it works very well? Um, Mass Effect. You, but that's cheating because all you could do was like put like, people in the air. And... Yeah. Um. In that case, yeah, it, it definitely works in that aspect. It feels pretty smooth. But not only can you just like um lift people in the air, you can just like shoot people while you're like floating and stuff oh, like damn. that. So that that's what makes it more satisfying. Cause so 
So what I'm hearing is it's Max Payne 3, but instead of, like, straight bullet time, now you've got fucking powers and shit? Yes. <laughs> okay, Pretty much. I'm gonna play it. Uh, you can take control <laughs> of their, uh, over other enemies. They, they can help you take down a bigger enemy. That's uh-huh. There's a whole boss dedicated to that. <laughs> and I thought that was always cool. Um, and so, so far in my experience in the game, uh, it's super cool. Um, there's still an area that I'm very dedicated to opening. There's just a, this object of power. Um, from what the notes uh, has told me, it's just a jukebox in this like cell area that you can access at some point once you get the card for it. Um, that uh, everyone who listens to the music in that jukebox sends them into another time zone or like into another area. Um, like, I want to say 1950s from what the uh, description said. And uh, while they're there, they suck up the energy, like, that, that time that person had or would have had uh, will be gone and will leave, like, a shriveled husk of a person left in the original time that they were from. So... <laughs> That's... I'm gonna listen to the jukebox. Twenty <laughs> seconds later, comes back. I'm gonna say the N word. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, it it I think it was funny in the notes where it was like the, these two coworkers that were like um, trying to have sex in the facility where they can. They went near where the jukeboxes and they played the music. And needless to say, they were um, greatly as. They will not be coming back to the facility ever. That's the end of that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's fun things like that. Uh, I've still yet to hit the bottom of like that game. There's still things to explore, and I want to finish it like between the next couple weeks and stuff like that. So, yep, that's all I gotta say for control. Good game. Okay. Go play it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have. Um, and then um, um, one last thing before we actually you know what I'm going to save it until after we get into news I want to just go straight into news unless you have like more to your week uh, Ryan Um, no not really it's just uh, I didn't expect a factory I don't know what I was expecting a factory job to be honest when I first started this uh, this new job of mine but it's Mm -hmm. I have (laughs) great pain is and it, is it a uh, after pain? I get off this uh, this call here, I'm gonna go watch El Camino and uh, put ice on every muscle on my body because I <laughs> I feel like hammered shit. Um, if anybody knows good, uh, comfortable uh, steel toed is at me on anything. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> I hear you. I've been in those jobs and fuck that. Because I, I fucking right now I'm running or running. Dear God, who am I? I'm wearing uh, Red Wing work boots and they're they're really good. I have a pair of Red Wing eight seventy five. Hmm. Um. They're the they're the moccasin toe uh, boot with the white sole. For those of you who aren't uh, up your own ass about the things you wear, like I am. Um, they're, they're nice. I love those. Those are great. I could wear those all day. These fucking steel-toed boots are made of rock. 
the soul is so goddamn uncomfortable. Hmm. <laughs> that let's see. Yeah, no, it's hard to find like a very comfortable steel toed ones uh, for a good price. In my yeah, I expertise. saw. I, I don't know. I there's on. Well, I get my paycheck here on Monday, so I'll have a little bit of I guess time to go look. But I saw these. And uh, this is about as mundane as the conversation you get. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I saw these on Amazon. We'll purchase. But yeah. Um. Uh. But, uh, oh, so I yeah. met the guy I work. Uh, I'm not gonna reveal where I work, but I'm gonna talk a lot about this place. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't want to get fired. But the guy I work under, uh, I knew there was something about him I didn't like, uh -huh. and I couldn't tell if it was because uh, smile, or he kind of came across to me as like a dick. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't until today that I realized why I didn't like him and what caused me to kind of shrug away from every time near me. Uh, <laughs> during a break, two uh, African gentlemen from Africa were talking in their native language, and he leans over to me and he whispers in my ear, he goes, I wish I'd certainly live here. Fucking. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're one of those. Damn. <laughs> oh, 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 real quick before we wrap up here. Um are you have you heard what's going on with Blizzard? Yeah, so that's part of one of our news. Might as well go into it, yeah. <laughs> so uh, our people at Blizzard have really messed up. Okay, well first let's lay the groundwork. Uh Hong Kong protests, good. Yeah. Chinese government bad. Yes. Continue. <laughs> Winnie, to, Winnie the Pooh, bad. All right. Um, uh, Blizzard, real bad at this point. Blizzard, <laughs> probably one of the worst at this point. <laughs> so, basically, the, the heart of this, the heartstone of this, uh, <laughs> this <You> fucker. <laughs> story, <laughs> a heartstone player calls for Hong Kong's liberation in post-game interview. Uh, he, in this Hearthstone competition, he pretty much uh, won, and uh, a lot of his teammates sort of ducked down for the next part because they knew, like, okay, he's been super enraged about this whole China thing. He's going to say something. He's going to say something deeply. And so they were right because he uh, stood up and... Uh, he said um, he calls for the like the liberation of Hong Kong and its people from like. Uh, I don't give a fuck Chinese who listens to this. Shout out to the Hong Kong protesters. Right. Let's get some fucking. <laughs> let's let's start a GoFundMe to get them night vision goggles and rifles. I feel like that'd be dope. Hey yo yo <laughs> mate, I'm gonna let you finish, okay? But I'll call for the liberation, okay? The liberation. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, so Hong Kong needs second amount. Uh, continue. <laughs> yeah, so um, he even puts on like a full gas mask and everything. And so Blizzard, they didn't really like all of this because, okay, I understand you don't want politics.
politics and like stuff, which we've you've tied got, to. You've got business relationships, and as yeah. a company, you have to safeguard those. Right, you got to put your however, foot down. However, yeah. <laughs> but however, yeah. What they did in response to this man saying just kind of like uh, you know uh, liberate Hong Kong, you know, that's what it was. Right. What did they do to him, Caleb? They not only just suspended this man from like competitions for, I want to say they suspended him for life, and it was going like to be six months. Right. They they at, at, at that point they suspended him for at very long. So mind you, that's his livelihood. That's what he does. Right. <laughs> for money. Yeah. <laughs> so they basically said, oh, you know, go take a vacation. We're not going to pay you. Right. Um, uh, they also, they, 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 did, they did something else really shitty. They took away his I, winnings from the competition that it, he won. That's it. They, they fucking stole his money that was given to him after he won it. You cannot take the big check out of the hands of the person. You just gave they because he says something. They totally ripped the big check out of the guy, hands of the guy who won it. That's such bullshit. You cannot do that. He's already won. You can't run that back. You okay, who, you can cut him they, off and just suspend so him. Did we hear? Did we hear about whether or not they were going to give the money to another, like the runner-up, or they, how did they just? Did they just kind of say nobody gets this money now because? This man said a thing about a place that we like. I think they were just like, "We're gonna take this. You can have it back when never. <laughs> you can have it back when you like China, right?" <laughs> so, yeah, no, they stayed straight up stole it from him. They stole the trophy. They stole all, all, everything. They, they, that's something you cannot do as a company. You can block him off. You can blur him. You can say he's suspended, but you cannot take the winnings out of. You cannot take That's, the money out of the man's pocket. It's a it's a really <laughs> shitty move. Yeah. <laughs> so, in, in response to this, uh, Blizzard came out with not a formal apology, Ryan, but they came out with a we ha may have assessed the situation in a very different way that people did not like. And yeah, we will... to them it was about safeguarding their business. Um, or the the okay, so there's actually multiple responses. There's a Chinese Blizzard response, and there's mm -hmm. the standard like all channels response for you know, English. Right. Did you know about the Blizzard China um, one? I did not. Uh... Okay, so they bas basically for the English speaking um, countries. They put out the whole, like, yeah, we're just safeguarding our business uh, practices here. It's trying to make up a big share of what we do. We don't want to lose that because of uh, a political battle that we have no power in. Uh, the Chinese blizzard said that we will try to defend and safeguard the honor of China. Mm -hmm. And it, it's blatant propaganda. It, oh, it's yeah. blatant censorship. It's it's downright fucking deplorable what is going on. And like, 
Okay, this is from a person who, okay, we tried hard not to, like, bring politics into, like, the podcast. Obviously. This is the the political episode, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. (laughs) we We have crested the hill. We've come to the apex of the wave. Uh, fuck China. I, I mm. see her when I say this. I genuinely hope the Hong Kong protests are successful and they push the Chinese government out of their city and their nation. They are not held down by a bunch of fucking communist tyrants. Now, they, we definitely can't get pulled because we're nobodies. But South Park can, can definitely get, get pulled. Who's going to listen? We're an English-speaking podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Somebody in Hong Kong might be listening to this. In which case... Um, sorry. Uh, police vehicles can be disabled, but no. no that's a bad idea. <laughs> if we do offend people with that, sorry. For le- but for at least we're apologizing. For legal reasons, me giving you the uh, recipe for a Molotov cocktail is a joke. Right. Right. But guess guess what, Ryan? Guess who can be pulled for making jokes like that? <laughs> South Park. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> fucking... It, it struck me as odd when I heard Blizzard come up in the news. Like, ah, oh, they did something stupid. I had no idea how fucking stupid what they did was. Yeah. <laughs> Like so, uh, and this is gonna lead me into my next conversation topic. So, uh, any any more thoughts on the the Blizzard thing? Do we have more posturing to do? <sighs> Nothing can be said right now. Uh, just I hope for the people of Hong Kong can come to a resolution to what they want and what what all of China wants. Okay. And, like, we don't want... This protest has gone on way longer than any protest has gone on for China and maybe, I don't know, about America. We've had, like, long it's, protests, like, weeks. It's been in the public consciousness for a long time. Yeah. So, it's... it's it, Be safe, uh, people at Hong Kong. Yeah, no, if, <laughs> if indeed you are uh, living in Hong Kong and are taking... Um, are taking part in protest demonstrations. I, I would urge you, sincerely, uh, either take medical training, uh, access medical training, however you can. Uh, there's a lot of while you're not going to be certified. There's a lot of good stuff on the internet. Uh, you can find resources for just about anything. Uh, have access to VPN. Uh, I would definitely recommend uh, looking up how to uh, conduct yourself in a, a situation with civil un- Right. I wish I could offer. Um, I know. This is coming from a country. A channel on YouTube called Skinny Medic. He's really good. He he knows what he's doing. He talks about medical stuff. Mm. Uh, so if if it comes down to you know having to yourself alive. Definitely take advice from you know it. Um, yeah, no, it's it's fucked up. I, I don't like it. It's the sad I that don't we, like that. It's sad the fact that we could have easily said, "Hey, uh, don't make sure you don't take this like po- a political like uh, uh, protest way too far and stuff like that." But it's kind of like 
it's already gone far enough with the Chinese government, in which something people, needs to be done. People so. often talk about, especially in America, with sort of the people that we have in our nation, we talk a lot about, like, oh, well, we're here to, we have these rights to stop a tyrannical government. Mm-hmm. And everybody's thinking, you know, or I guess the the people on the side for having the means to stop a government like that uh, argue that it's completely possible. Those who say that it's a bad idea say it couldn't possibly, um, you know, overthrow a government like that. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I guess we'll see here. I right. guess we'll see if unarmed civilians kick the oppressive regime out of their country. But but like we America did in the French Revolution, we're just gonna stay out of this one. No, we, we're we're up to you guys, but we're gonna stay out. Okay. Yeah, no fucking <laughs> mad props to you guys. Right. It's it's an honor to know that there are people out there who are still willing to fight. Right. And not in like the not in the uh, the, the kind of way that we as Americans twist it. Uh, you guys are actually fighting for your, your uh, as Chris Chan would say, true and honest. Right. Okay, so uh, yeah. uh, people don't want to play the new Call of Duty game because of what Blizzard said about um, China. Yeah. <laughs> I, how does that relate? I am <laughs> of the mind that the developers of Call of Duty did not have any stake in that? Yeah, that doesn't... That's not even, like, one of the same, but... <laughs> to me, it's... it. We'd have to do a lot more than to not play Call of Duty. Right. This is. So, yeah. it's, that's That's been a thing that's been bothering me, because I'm fully committed to playing this. I... Mm. And in fact, currently, my Xbox has begun to uh, install the campaign uh, right. right now in preparation for the launch of Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And uh, I've said to myself for months now, when it drops, I'm going to play it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, regardless of, like, I feel I feel bad, and I, you know, I respect these. I respect these guys pounding the pavement in Hong Kong, but. I am still going to play my game. <laughs> right, right. It, it, it's not even in the same microcosm, honestly. Yeah. It, it's These are, these are realms far apart, and it's it, it bothers me that people are like, oh, you know, fuck, fuck Activision, fuck Call of Duty. I, I, I... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them in the eye. <laughs> um, no, it, it's I, I see a lot of because I follow a lot of uh, pro Second Amendment pages on Instagram. In case you couldn't tell, I really like guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, everybody's like, "Oh, well, I guess I'm not playing the new Call of Duty game after what Blizzard." It's like, yeah, because I support you know this and that. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, enjoy your fucking video game, do something about the thing that you have an issue with. Boycotts don't work. Right. <laughs> I cannot wait for BlitzCon. Uh, there's going to be so many May, May and yeah, Winnie the Pooh cosplays outside of BlitzCon. Because you know they're not going to let them in. You know they're not going to let them in. 
but yeah, yeah. Uh, let's move on. Um, we, we need to like. Have you played Borderlands, the new one? I don't know what number we're up to. Borderlands, uh, uh, oh, three, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have not. Um, okay. Because I th- wasn't it like exclusive to like the, um, the whatever Fortnite's company's name. Uh. uh, uh who the fuck makes? Okay, so neither of us had played the new uh, Borderlands. Movie. Yeah, All yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard bad things from it, though. I don't. Have, I don't hear anything from it. So uh, I heard one of the characters is genderless because they're a robot, and people are really upset about that. Something, something, whatever. <laughs> Identity <laughs> politics. Everybody wants a reason to bitch. Right. <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of uh, games in general, I, I try to. Yeah, how about how about those video game things? Aren't they pretty neat? Yeah, you know what's also neat, Ryan? What? Ubisoft is developing a Blood Dragon and uh, to watch for dogs and or wait, what? What? I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Ubisoft is developing a Blood Dragon animated TV show. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, I like the Blood Dragon. <laughs> I played Blood Dragon for, like, Trials. That I'm was fun. I'm just imagining a stupid, a stupid fucking Saturday morning cartoon <laughs> with a soundtrack done by fucking Power Glove. And it's... Uh, 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 <laughs> we, we said not too long ago, we love 80s nostalgia. This is the most... Like things that's ever been like Blood Dragon is a play on that, and to see a whole like an, uh, animated series picked up on it is cool. And not only is it being picked up by like just a- any animated studio, uh, have you ever seen the Castlevania Netflix uh, series? Yes. Same studio. They know how to pick things up. I love it. <laughs> oh, this. Very happy, right? Yeah. So, um, that that's really awesome. Um, oh the- my god, this is like a dream come. This is like something that's been on my wish list years, and I didn't even know I wanted it. Now, the original title for the series is going to be called Captain Laser Hawk: A Blood Dragon Buy. It based on yeah, Laser Hawk is a fucking musician. Yeah. <laughs> is he going to make music for this? They have to have noticed that his name is a fucking finger. <laughs> they, they must have picked uh, that group up. Yeah. Okay, okay. I need to get off the hype train, otherwise I'm going to be here all night just fucking oozing and awing at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, we, we could talk about that studio all of the time because they have done really good for choosing animation. The only, thing, the only thing that I think can top that is a Hotline Miami. Mmm. <laughs> I don't tell me because it couldn't be a Saturday morning cartoon like this one's gonna be. Right. It would have like, but not like a, not like a, not not a fucking like a lifestyle slice of life. It'd have to be like, get the guys who did fucking like Afro Sam. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, games being uh, pushed that we talked about earlier being delayed um doom eternal 
is being uh got onto the bag wagon of like following uh life uh not life stage uh the last of us two where we're not going to have multiplayer because we don't feel it's right you know we had it in the last one it was fun but we're not we're just gonna de- not do that and also we're gonna delay it until March 2020 which is rightfully so um wait 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 <laughs> I remember there being an invasion mechanic like Dark Souls it I think there was like um yeah that, I think that was part of like the first one like there was a game mode is, which you can do that but um, is that still a thing um from what it says in the article, um, it's probably still up in the air about that mechanic right now. No, um, that'd be so. That's such a fucking tight like gameplay concept. Yeah, I I would love it too. But if it means like delaying the game, then I, I it'll be totally worth it. Then <laughs> like, cause I love. Oh, okay, I I can live without it. It's just. Like, uh, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I um, I already was excited when it got announced at E three. Like people told me, oh, it's not, oh, it, it's not long enough for Doom to be announced at E three. I'm like, okay, what a bet. Here you go. <laughs> so that was an exciting part of Bethesda's like drop for me. <laughs> Other than that, that whole show was just filled with lies. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess I'm I'm glad that they're gonna get it polished because the first game felt so good because of how polished. Right. Uh. And I'm of course referring to Doom 20, not the first. First Doom is a very polished, but mm-hmm. for the sake of this discussion, we're not talking about that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Speak, going back to Ubisoft subject and including uh, Ghost Recon in a way. Oh wait, um, I hate Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Division two. Let's, okay, so for those of you keeping score on the Ryan is a hypocrite bingo card, uh, you just got a fucking bingo. <laughs> I hate Ubisoft. Uh, you can uh, cast that in at the, the receptionist and get your free keychain. I like guns. Uh, um, that's a free space right there. <laughs> okay, um, what is Ubisoft doing now? Uh, Division 2's next update will have players fight through the Pentagon. So. Oh, okay. I like that as a concept. Maybe this is a continuation to maybe... The story itself. Um, I know we didn't like the DLC for Division One. Like we, we, it was so difficult that we couldn't even like play it. Well, I didn't like the incursion. Yeah, yeah. The division, the DLC was very good. The really, well, I can't remember the name of it, but it was the one that introduced the hunters, the guys who hunt division agents. Oh, and it had like survival mechanics and shit. That one was the best. Santa I wish they would have turned that into a full game. Huh. See, okay, I, maybe I gotta look up like a playthrough on that. Like, I, yeah, you definitely should because it's worth it. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, or this could be like a continuation to like the Dark Zone, like 
I don't know how the Dark Zone is in that game. Uh, is it good? Like the... You haven't played The Division 2. No, I have not. I'm still on our oh list. Oh, my God. It, I got to... Like, you, you and me just got to sit down and play it sometimes. Like, um, I, I've, I've just been holding all for way too long. I mean, like... I, I sounded like I sounded like you just told me you've never had peanut butter, but like <laughs> it, it's incredible. I I spent so much time in that game. Um, it, yes, the Dark Zone was really fun. I felt it was a lot less hostile than the first game. Cool, I like that. Yeah, you have more of an incentive to be a fucking a nice guy to your friends. Good in the Dark Zone, so I I, I I'm sure the fucking Pentagon's gonna set up a sequel. The game's been out long enough to the point where they can start, if they want to be smart about it, leading into another uh, sequel. Right, 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 right. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely down for looking into that. Um, it's probably going to be my next thing after I beat Control and then... Um, uh, well, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it now because neither Taylor nor I am playing it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. definitely a game that's better with people. Yeah. <laughs> my dad tried to play Division 1. He said... Yeah, I didn't really have fun. It's like, yeah, of course, you didn't have anybody. It, it's strictly a game that's based around co-op and multiplayer. So, uh, yep, that's going to be a thing. Uh, speaking of Tom, in, <laughs> there are people who are like Tom Clancy, but not really. We are on fire with these segues tonight. <laughs> right. <laughs> seamless. Seamless. Uh, <laughs> A uh, nice boy, Tom Holland, allegedly saved Sony Disney deal with Spider-Man. Aww. Yeah, that's like one of the wholesome like news articles. Like, uh, I think it was um, in one of the meetings of them like trying to settle the, like this deal. Um, the uh, Tom Holland like called up the CEO and said, "Hey, I'm gonna bring up my honest." Like, think I really don't want to leave the MCU because I feel like I've just got here, and I and I I love how what Sony's doing. They're doing a lot of the work, but I we we just got here. We can't finish and say, hey, he's just gonna be in this universe and ignore. It, there's too much, and so although it's temporary, it may just be only like one movie he's in the MCU. I'm fine with that. At least give yeah. me a reason why he's not going to be in the next MCU. So, yeah. Um, what is uh, what is on the on the fucking roadmap for the next MCU movie? Um, I think they're phase. I think we're on phase four. Uh, if I'm right, yeah, we're on phase four. Uh, the phase four is just a whole bunch of like Disney Plus exclusive stuff, um, or some of them, and then there's like different crossover movies with, like, Doctor Strange and Wanda. Um, there's no Spider-Man in that, because I think he's, like, the starting of this, uh, with, like, the second one, which is really good. Um, uh, we have a lot of... We have, of course, a Loki series, just the P's, the um, fangirls, of course. <laughs> um, the Loki series. Now with your complimentary pre-made Disney-approved Tumblr gift sets. Come get it. <laughs> you, you get your dildo in the shape of Tom Hiddleston's face. Tom Hiddleston's <laughs> nose. 
and every time you turn him on, he screams, "Brother!" <laughs> if you swing it around uh, on the floor a lot, it starts to have flashbacks. <laughs> so yeah, um, as far as we know, the movies is um, the the directly uh, straight movie into theater movies are Black, Black Widow. The Eternals. Okay. This one I did not know until I had to look him up because I'm a Marvel expert, and you know this, Ryan. I didn't even know who this guy was. Of uh, Shang Chi, the Legend of the. Uh, oh, sorry. At the look at this. Well, I think it was Legend of the uh, Ten Rings. I didn't Whoa. even know who they were talking about. <laughs> yeah, wait, who the fuck are they talking about? Uh, he's like a uh, Iron Fist clone. Like he, he fought the Mandarin at some point from what I can see. And I Okay. That doesn't make sense because the Mandarin ain't nobody in the MCU. So they're working on it. They're working on it. I I, I got to see what's up. What's I up. mean, <laughs> what is what does he do? What's his gimmick? He punches people real good. We already have one of them. Okay, okay. But but here's here's the thing, Ryan, okay? He also has a pet monkey. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> um yeah, so that's all I can see from this guy is He's really good at punching people with kung fu magic. Yeah. <laughs> and his monkey is probably going to be the comic. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on one second. <laughs> oh. Ah, no onion in my nose that time. Bless. And thank fuck. <laughs> they they have a really good um like uh actor for him. He's uh actor. He's from if I'm super wrong about this, he's from one Crouching Tiger movie, I think. Um, but he was like super young when he was in it, so yeah, now uh, he's older. Like, hey, let's get him. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, they have they have a child prodigy coming back. That's... Yep. So uh, and then the next part of the phase four is uh. Uh, Doctor Strange 2. Uh, Multiverse okay. I'm Max. I'm excited for that. Now, this is one where um, Wanda, or, or uh, I guess, uh, what was her superhero name? Um, uh, the the witch from like the, the Marvel movies. God forgive okay. me that I don't know her name. I remember her name right now. Um, she and Doctor Strange are having a movie together um probably going into more reasons of why the x-men are going to be in the next phase after this um which is going to be cool because um, there's a lot you can do with the multiverse especially after like the infinity war so uh <laughs> yep all i'm thinking about is if they're gonna do anything spider-verse related yeah <laughs> <laughs> can you just bring miles to the big screen Again, I fucking love that kid. They 
I think it's going to be a while before they do Miles. Because, one, <laughs> Tom Holland's got to be older now. Like, he's got to be so uh, well, Okay, so I I actually... The, the whole thing about Miles is they made Peter Parker interesting by turning in Miles. And then they, they made... It, I, I've read all oh, yeah. of the, the, the Miles comics thus far. And he's such an unlikable cunt in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> because all they did was they made him more like Peter Parker in Spider-Verse. So then when they were like, hey, how do we make this new Tom Highland Spider-Man relatable? They're like, well, shit. I guess we could just make him, or, you know, we could fucking, it's it's this whole thing. They, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fucking, it's a serpent eating itself. It's an Ouroboros. If you... Right. Um, more Disney Plus stuff um, before we get into the last one. Uh, uh, all the Disney Plus stuff is going to be The Falcon and Winter Soldier. So they're going to have a spinoff series on Disney Plus. Uh, Wanda and Vision are going to be after Multiverse of Madness. Um, and we already said the Loki series, obviously. Uh, this one I am very interested in is the What If series. is also coming to Disney yes. Plus. Yes, I love the What If series as a kid. Um even my dad has a collection of comics. Like, what if, uh, um, like, uh, Jimmy, not Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> so he was like one of, uh, uh, one of the Hulk's like followers. What if he became the Hulk? Um, what if Spider-Man, uh, decided not to be a hero, but to be a professional wrestler? <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it's fun things like that. You could go anywhere with that. Like, what if, Iron Man didn't die, such and such. <laughs> what do you mean, what if that happened? Oh. You don't know? Uh, is he... Did they revive Tony Stark from a fucking pile of ash? Oh, no, 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 like, uh... No. Have you seen Endgame? I have seen Endgame. Okay, okay, never mind. <laughs> I thought you were just saying, like, you didn't see him die. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Um, yeah, there's no way of bringing him back. I that. watched them bury him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I hate these fake... I don't know about you, right? I hate these, like, fake news articles, because they, they keep pushing, like, okay, the MCU is going to try to bring... Tony Stark back into the next phase. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah, I fucking had all these clickbait articles about that. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> Why would they? Why would they ever? They <laughs> they just killed the man. They the his daughter they was sitting there crying. They roll his corpse in on a wheelchair, still squeaking and smoking. <laughs> fucking here's Tony Stark. Look at him. He was just in a coma. Okay, he, he, we're gonna take him back now. <laughs> you guys got your Tony Stark. There. Push him off frame. <laughs> well, he, he comes back, he's like, punish Tony. <laughs> he's just in a hospital bed, been in a coma. <laughs> T, uh, T.S. come to. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the next... Um, movie that's coming to theater is Thor: Love and Thunder, and it's going to. Yeah, suck. I'm excited for that one. I'm really excited for that one. It's, it's uh, uh, last we saw Thor, he was 
doing the whole Guardians of the Galaxy shtick. Right. And I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's kind of my shit. So after the direction Thor Ragnarok took, seeing him with the the Guardians of the Galaxy crew is going to be... This might be the greatest fucking thing to ever happen. Right. Like, I'm super psyched for it. It's going to be... It's going to star female Thor in it as well. Uh, our good old Jane Foster, who hasn't been in anything since Thor 2. So, let's get it. <laughs> uh, uh, you can go anywhere with this. Um, there's, like, lots of Thor villains, now that I think about it. You can go with, like, the Enchantress in this. Like, she has not been in any Thor or anything. Um, and... You can bring Beta Ray Bill in this, which I really want, but they don't want. <laughs> I don't think they even want to acknowledge Beta Ray Bill because that horse face. <laughs> Who the fuck is Beta Ray Bill? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so Does yeah. Does he just shoot radiation out of his dick? That would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the stunned silence there for a second. I'm like, no, no, that's not it. <laughs> He's just a horse faith man who has the power of um of the what was the the last Thor's hammer that he had in like uh Infinity War. Mjolnir. Uh not Mjolnir, but it, uh, Stormbreaker? Yeah, Stormbreaker. He has the power of Stormbreaker instead of Mjolnir because he's the only few people who are worthy of uh holding Thor's hammer. And so so, wait, wait, wait. Beta Ray Bill was replaced by a fucking gardening implement. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> so, like, um... <laughs> in, in Thor uh, Ragnarok, they showed, like, the statue of Beta Ray Bill, but there, it was, like, a not, like, oh, yeah, he's in this uh, this world, but we're not gonna show you. Here's Steve Goldblum! <laughs> His weird ass. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, you goddamn... Steve. I like Steve better. <laughs> Steve Bloom. You Steve. were thinking of Steve Bloom. I was thinking of Steve Bloom. I'm not, I'm not backing down from that. <laughs> I'm doubling down. Steve Bloom. <laughs> Steve Goldblum. God, that'd be a weird... Like, if you fuse those two people together, that'd be a weird... <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Thor, loving, yeah, Thunder. Uh, All right. And Hawkeye's getting his Disney Plusers. But who cares? Oh, Hawkeye might not be a thing. <laughs> really? I don't know if it was clickbait or not, but I saw an article about Jeremy Renner kind of beating his wife. So <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see where this goes. Mm, that's not very Disney of you. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Uh. Almost second to last. Um, speaking of Disney, um, moving on. Um, All right. Disney adjacent. Pixar's new movie, uh, Onward, released a new trailer, and it's looking pretty good. It stars our two favorite Marvel cast, uh, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. No fucking way. Yes. Chris. What is this movie about? Onward is, uh, they released, like, the trailer that shows a little more of the story. The story is these two brothers um, got a note from like their mother 
um, saying two like, brothers. Yeah, it's it's just two brothers. These brothers, they uh, received a note from their mother about like the stuff that like their dad left behind, and part of this was a uh, note saying, "Hey, you can bring me back for one day uh, using this magical item." Um, and uh, the brothers are like, "Okay, yeah, let's use the magic incantation." So, because one of the brothers never met um, their dad, the other brother like grew Aww. up and, and he saw his father die. He just wanted to say like they Aww. wanted to say the last words to him. So that's heartwarming already. Pixar, good old Pixar. <laughs> this is gonna, this is gonna be one of those movies that makes me ball like a fucking baby. Right. <laughs> uh, that seems really mature for a Pixar movie, actually. And hearing it from the voice of Tom Holland. Saying goodbye to his dad. I'm, I'm not oh, yeah, don't do this to me. But here's the thing, right? Here's the mix. Something happened in which the magic didn't quite finish all the way, and so they got half their dad, only the leg part. So. <laughs> I I was like, oh my god, this what? is already great. Who the fuck thinks of this? <laughs> so they had the weekend at Bernie style, take their dad across like the land to go find like Grand Wizard or something like that. Yeah, I use Grand Wizard. Uh, <laughs> and and here, here, Grand Wizard, please <laughs> animate this this pair of pants. Make it my father again. <laughs> Oh God! It it looks so funny. Like they they got you see. Like, I was I was thinking that. like, oh, this is gonna be Pixar's like, this is gonna be where they break out. This is gonna be where they hit their sort of uh, rock bottom, their maturity. Oh, mature. This is where they're gonna make a serious movie for once, and mm. it's just about a pair of walking. <laughs> it's looking like really, really, really good. Um, uh. So far, uh, yeah, it's all like they're going to go look for somebody to help them finish the the magic spell. And while they're doing this, they have like a wand. They get themselves into like bad situations. Like they try to like um, grow a big can of gas so they can get more gas, <laughs> but they end up shrieking each other by accident. It's it's fun. It's it, I, I'm very interested in this. I thought it was going to be like a another Frozen type spiel, but nope, they surprised me. And we still have See, even... I feel like we're on opposite ends of the spectrum because I wanted a serious like Oscar bait movie. Mm. And you're really the comedy. <laughs> See, I think this is going to be worth it too. Because this is going to be like very, very Oscar worthy. Cause what, what picks are... Well, listen. Besides Incredibles. Um, but Pixar movie didn't do so well with an Oscar award winning thing. But, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I could... And we still haven't even found out what uh, their soul movie is even about. Or even a trailer about what that's going to be. Like they it's a the fucking animated Dark Souls. Yeah. I would actually kill to see Pixar do a Dark Souls movie. I know it would be really weird, but I feel like they'd. I feel like they'd do. You have a friend in 
the dark one. <laughs> Soulless one, or whatever. <laughs> you will lose your souls, all of them. <laughs> praise the sun! I praise the sun because my father died years ago, praising the almighty God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. I don't I, Dark Souls is one of those things that adaptionally just would not work. Yeah. <laughs> um and last Take that Roger Ebert, dead fuck. <laughs> Video games can be art. Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize profusely. Uh. For the thing I've just said, I will give myself 50 lashes when the recording of this has, uh, stopped. <laughs> Roger Ebert was a saint scholar, and is there anything else I need to do? Uh, he's a guy. <laughs> he's a man. He did a thing. He, uh, made movie reviews. Good man. Kind of like we're doing now. Yeah. So I wouldn't even call what we do reviewing though. To, uh, <laughs> um. So we, the, la the last thing I really wanted to touch on: Are you much of a Halo fan? Uh, yeah, uh I play Destiny, so yeah. <laughs> okay. So three four three has kind of they've been dropping these neat little videos on and they they've been coming out every two for the past couple now. Mm -hmm. And it's of their sound design doing work on Halo Infinite. Uh, Halo Infinite. Uh, do you know about Halo Infinite? What is it? I have no idea. All I saw oh, okay. were was okay, cool. that it's an exploration-driven Halo game. Okay, and that so means it might be open world. Oh, please don't be another Mass Effect Andromeda type deal. I hate it. Yeah, I fucking really hope it doesn't turn out to be shit. But uh, the sound design has been they, the, the most viral sort of. The, the, the recording everybody knows about is Kyoza Pug. Uh, their mm. Halo Infinite will star a tiny. Uh, Tiny little yellow uh, formed dog, mm -hmm. and everybody has been ripping each other a new asshole on the internet over what that sound recording is. Oh. <laughs> People on one side are saying, oh, it's just the grunts. It's going to be their, like, idle, uh, sort of sitting around chatter. Admittedly, pugs do kind of sound like grunts. Mm -hmm. Their whole like silly rose grunting uh, thing. Uh, I am on the camp. Uh, I'm on the side that maybe the flood are gonna come back. For this yeah, thing. I was about to say like just pull out your old reliable <laughs> space zombies. And, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, this is Zeta Halo, which uh, is kind of a big deal in Halo lore. Mm -hmm. uh, Zeta Halo was kind of where 
this, uh, they called it the House of Pain was the step, or was it the House of Pain? I can't remember. Um, uh, it was the something of pain. I'm not well versed on my Halo, but I know. I feel like it House was, of Pain would be probably be the logical. House of Pain, I know, is it, it's a different. <laughs> uh, it might have been House of Suffer. So anyway, yeah, there was a fucking test facility where the uh, the precursors and the forerunners would kidnap humans and infect them with the flood to try to cure them of it. Hmm. That happened on this Halo ring that is in this game. Uh, this is also where a precursor lost his fucking mind because the like a proto uh, flood grave mine gave him what is called the logic plague. So mm -hmm. it's it, it's it, the the flood and the, the the flood have a very storied history with this Halo ring. I'm just super excited to see where this goes. I want it to be an open world Halo game. I want it to. Be, uh, I want it. To be Halo, for good. Uh, can bet your ass that when it comes out, I'll be sitting there with my headphones, listening mm -hmm. for anything that sounds like a pug. <laughs> we we need okay next podcast we really need to talk about like the Halo series because there is so much. Yeah, I to would that. love to reminisce <laughs> on the Halo series. Yeah, like. Uh, I, I I don't know about you, Brian. I really wanted more about the Forerunners in any other game than than I Halo will 4. go <laughs> dig my Halo encyclopedia out of storage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Halo was my first big like expanded universe series. I guess you could say. Yeah. It's the first series I ever bought books for. It's the first series I ever bought. I still have action. I still have the Halo action figures in the box. Uh, <laughs> right, <laughs> and I just I was in love with Halo when I was a teenager, and I'm, now that I'm seeing that it might come back, as, you know, that I would enjoy in my adult, you know, form, I'm excited. Cause Halo is not just just any any other like shoot 'em up space games. No, no, no. No, it's it's smarter than I. Yeah, cause we have had history with that. I've met. Most of my friends through like Halo. Like I, I met Justice. Like we talked about Halo Reach. Um, that's where I met. Uh, that's where I met my good friend Jason. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how we met. Was in Halo Three matchmaking. I remember all like the like different match types and stuff we used Fucking to do. <laughs> playing Fat Kid Infection. Uh, <laughs> Halo pretty much prototyped the whole like slasher genre of video games that we're seeing a lot of now. Right. <laughs> it, it fucking Call of Duty likes to say, oh, we had Infection. Uh, Halo and Counter-Strike were like the pioneers for that shit. Because it, it's like, um, it's one of the lesser, like, fun shooter, shooter games. Like, I can recount all the fun things I've done in Halo and all the fun things. Like, I can't recount that with, like, Call of Duty all the time. Like, Call think, of Duty has I think, moments. Like, in terms of video games, I have more memories that when I sit and go, like, what's the thing I remember playing a video game for? It's GTA and Halo. Right. Those are the only games that I really can, like, reminisce about and actually feel good about. Right. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we'll talk more about Halo on another 
Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So I'll, let's... Stop, I'll stop jerking off. And, uh... <laughs> the last few bits of like the articles and stuff like that. Uh, Rick and Morty season four trailer dropped. It's looking good. Um, we're big fans of Rick and Morty. So, um, uh, who's this we? I I don't have a high enough IQ. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, um, let me. I'm one of those. I'm one of those uh, knuckle dragging normie. <laughs> well, you know, Ryan. Once you had a taste of the Szechuan sauce, your IQ just goes three times better than other people's. Oh man, <laughs> it's it's too bad that it's too bad that there was only twenty five packets distributed world fucking wide. <laughs> they came out once in the winter time, but then nobody even noticed. So <laughs> I heard that I heard that Chick Fil A Polynesian sauce is relatively close, and I've had a lot of that. So I think I think I'll... I need to go find a Chick Fil A. They're they're starting to expand their mission, so I'm gonna. Go find one. <laughs> uh, haul my ass over there. So, yep, uh, Rick and Morty season four, fucking good. Um, not much to say except it, this season. This season is gonna be shorter than the other ones. Understandable, because they they they're being pushed. And how many episodes can you really be make pull out from being like pushed to make more? So you know, um, good on that. Um, Last bit is uh for this one sort of for me is Steven Universe has a new title. It's following its anime background in it, okay instead of having a Steven Universe season six, let's have a whole new series and season title, Steven Universe Future. So you're Naruto like Shibuten type stuff. So is it is it gonna be? I okay. So as somebody who's seen two episodes of the show and absolutely hated it, please explain what's going to be. So I don't know if you've already know this. It has a legit story and stuff like that. Although it's stupid, it's like it's arguably stupid sometimes. <laughs> it. All those problems can be solved, Ryan, through like kissing and stuff like that. I mean, like, I, I've seen I've seen a few episodes of the show, and mostly all I saw was like people see. talking about their feelings. Yeah. Weird rock dance. Yep. Barely. Like, really weirdly overt sexual stuff. Kids show. Uh, oh, and a lot of lesbians. Hmm. Yep. Although. Although the gems are supposed to be genderless, so I guess. <laughs> so it's not lesbian, but it is. Lesbian, I don't understand so. Steven Universe. They have sex through fusion, or it's implied sex. They have sex, sex a lot. <laughs> it's implied sex, but come on. Now. There's oh no, I remember the one episode I saw uh, was about the the neurotic one with the triangle nose talking to the big black one. Yeah. About how uh, they're they were supposed. to and that uh, it, they just needed a reason, and it sounded super racist, and I hated it. <laughs> uh, and this is like I I am not a sensitive soul. Mm -hmm. I something about that being an off everything. 
<laughs> there are moments in which it's it's not heavily so much, but it's more on the fact of uh, what me and uh, Justice find fun in it is the fact that it's it has like a lot of uh, <laughs> underlining jokes in it, in which like oh the protagonist's mother is a piece of shit. <laughs> she causes most problems in the show, and her son is left to like uh, solve all of it. So <laughs> that's one of the fun things I can say about it. Um, honestly, this show is definitely not for everyone, but for CBS Future, it's pretty much wrapping things up. Uh, are there any more villains? It, I guess so. There's a whole shot of like villains in like the trailer, but um, other than that, uh, it looks interesting. New animation, especially okay. after the movie, like that. If you seen the movie, Ryan, they went deep, like um, hand drawn animation, like back to old okay. school. So, when was the last time you've ever seen a Cartoon Network movie? <laughs> Honestly, I cannot recall. Uh, it's always been that sort of the same sort of like Korean studio animation, right? So it it they've gone back, and I honestly could say that movie can go down with the rest of like the Cartoon Network movies that were really good, like next to Powerpuff okay. Girls movie, uh, next to the um, Dexter's. I don't know if you knew this, Dexter's Laboratory had a movie. About time travel, it was like super. Yeah, funny. I do remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I also remember that uh, Gendy Tartakovsky got um, taken away from the show at one point, mm-hmm. and it turned into ass. That was everything kind of shit house. That's the first episodes of the show. <laughs> I cannot wait for Primal, like his next. That looks project. super good, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it especially like he has no uh, bars, so. He can show as much blood and gore he wants. Like there's like before with Samurai Jack, you had to show nothing but oil for robots and stuff like that because kids are watching it. But as soon as it hit Adult Swim, that was the best season of all. Like, um, I don't know what's going on with me. I keep... say what? I said I don't know what what's going on with me. I keep sneezing. <laughs> I want to die. Maybe you are, slowly, over the course of the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can only hope. So yeah, um, uh, wrapping that up, that pretty much all the articles uh, that I got on the docket. Um, what's coming up? What's coming out? What you got planned? What you think of uh, doing? Not much. Working, working six days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to buy those shoes I was talking about. You already said the. Staring at him. You, uh, I'm gonna sit here. I'm sitting here on Amazon looking at him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm probably gonna go see Joker here. Saturday. Mm. Tomorrow. It's the day after. I forgot what day it is, man. It's yeah. <laughs> it's only Thursday, man. We're almost. Uh, when I one of these days I'm gonna walk out of my job. I'm gonna take off my big boy shoes and put my my tennis shoes on, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna 
and I'm gonna go and see the joke. And I don't care if I smell like oil and death. I'm gonna... So, yeah. Because everybody won't fucking shut up about it at work. <laughs> it's it's one of those movies, like, people are... All, everyone agrees it's gonna go down as a very memorable movie because, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking one guy, oh, it's the best comic book movie I've done ever seen. Like, you? It's sad because God. it has nothing connected to anything in the DCU, so... I don't know. I saw a still photo of the one point where he's looking in a mirror and it kind of looks like the Batman cowl. Mm. Mm. That, that, that's bullshit. I want to see, see Joaquin Phoenix get beat up by fucking Ben Affleck, okay? I, I do too, okay? I do. I want to <laughs> see Joaquin Phoenix uh, make out with uh, the new Harley Quinn and forget about Oh, that. no, no. Maybe. <laughs> and talk about the dead cat. <laughs> I was waiting to drop that. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> and the sad part is, new Harley Quinn would probably talk like this. <laughs> it's it, it would be s- that fucking it would just be that conversation verbatim. He's gonna send a dead cat into the mail. <laughs> Because I feel like, regardless of whether or not I've seen the new movie, if he would to be if he were to be approached by uh, somebody asking, "Oh, choking with the dead," he'd kind of. He, I don't feel like he'd be the kind of guy to want to do that. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> that'd be like Jared Leto joke. Yeah. Who hates the fact that he's not in the DCU anymore? <laughs> I'm fucking glad he's not. <laughs> Go back to Thirty Seconds to Mars, you fucking. Slick back hair. Who, the, uh, who thought that design was good? Every stupid edgy team. Like Nick Thornton. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. Well, is, is the edginess getting to you? Can you handle it? Uh, I, I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me, I gotta go watch my Vader Zim and <clears throat> talk about uh, monster. Fagos. Naruto. <laughs> Sasuke, specifically. <laughs> uh, Except uh, the, the only character they pay attention to is fucking Sasuke. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, uh, for me, thing that's coming out is um, I'm going to go see Zombieland 2. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot that that was an option. Uh, it's got an 82 on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's got a... I mean, it, I seem, <laughs> it seems like they're just getting everything right. Right. I told Justice, the one thing I liked about the first one is the standard of rules of, like, zombie... Like, surviving in the zombie world, apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, the idea of having a rule set for zombie survival is definitely... Right. It's Rules that, like, me, you, Christian... Other people just study from watching all these, get, uh, playing all these games and watching all these movies. Uh, we know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I I fail at is it is cardio rule number one? <laughs> yeah, cardio I, is. Fuck, I die right there. Yeah. I'm not good at cardio. <laughs> no, cardio is rule number two, and that's why all the fat people die. In the first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why I'd be gone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man. Um, and then also I'm gonna finish Control and talk the yeah, last my last bits. Yeah, please do. I'm gonna try to pick up a copy as well. Um. Uh, other than that, well, I, yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna have time to play it next week. Uh, something I'm really excited for is dropping. Oh. And I'm not sure if you know, but I really like Call of Duty. Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> that drops next week. Oh okay. And yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah no I cannot fucking wait. That, like that... the days cannot go by quick enough. We're going back to the, the first thing I'm gonna do is just bomb through that single player. Well not bomb I'm gonna immerse myself. I'm gonna sit down with a fucking six pack of PBR and I'm just gonna immerse myself in. <laughs> Bag of Doritos, ba- uh, a can of Mountain Dew. Um... Uh, excuse me, two cans of oh. Gamer Fuel Mountain Dew. Gamer. Which, by the way, side note, the best fucking beverage can design ever. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Have you had Gamer Fuel? I've not had it, but I've seen the design of it. And it's fucking, like, do uh... yourself a favor, go buy the orange red one, not the yellow one. The yellow one tastes like piss, obviously. Right. Buy the the orange red one. It'll taste like it's a citrusy sort of. That's the OG game. <laughs> that's the stuff they put out with Halo Three and a whole bunch of other games. Like I think it came out for a Warcraft expansion one time. Mm-hmm. That used to, they used to bring it out as a special limited edition uh, Mountain Dew. Now it's out all the fucking time. If I'm and gonna try so this good. gamer feel, I'm gonna buy a special mug that has like. The Fortnite, <laughs> just for just to piss people. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, no, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Go get some gamer fuel and look at that fucking can and ask yourself why no other company on earth is doing that can. Mm. You can reseal it. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I took one. I took one and I fucking opened it. And I drank a sip out of it and I sealed it back up. And as just a test, I tossed it in my truck. And I just left it. And then I came back, it was still pressurized, and it hadn't spilled a, a drop. That's good, it's, that's good, that's it's strong. It's remarkable that's strong. that nobody has ever done this for anything. That's a strong buy. I, I, okay, okay, yeah. That's gonna be on my <laughs> list. That's gonna be on my list. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Mountain Dew and Frito chips. Um... I guess I, I guess on the note of game fuel, uh, I have been Ryan. I'm I'm Caleb. <laughs> and uh, by now, um, I guess our social media is out there. But in case you haven't heard, I uh, can be found on pretty much all platforms as Trouble Always Inbound. Exactly how it's spelled. I yes, I took that from a payday two quote. Shut up. <laughs> and Caleb? Um, for social media links, um, honestly, you can just... I, I have an Instagram. I don't use it really. And I don't really have much of like um, any social media outside of what we have for something with your podcast. Uh, you can find something with your podcast pretty much in a good finite of places. You can find it on our Speed. Yeah, I know, dude. Like, <laughs> Caleb here, he's been working his ass off trying to make it as listenable on a wide scale as possible. Yeah, there's not, like, set 
uh, SoundCloud, and I think maybe iTunes. Uh, nobody has gotten back to me if iTunes has really gotten on there or not. Um, uh, those Wait. Are, they're still we're like approaching, a bunch we're of We're approaching iTunes? Um, it, it, apparently by, by standards, like if, if it's on RSS feed, it can go on to iTunes. Holy shit! I, I don't know though. I don't know though. <laughs> but and to think, and to think that this whole like idea came from me recording us and putting it on a Dropbox file mm-hmm. that linked to a WordPress blog. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! We yeah. we've come a bit of a ways, brother. Yeah, and, and we still haven't even gotten like a bunch of guests on here yet. Yeah, I know. To, to think where that would go, even so, we're in our infancy. Yeah. So, yep. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, uh, something wiki podcast. Um, it, it's also gonna probably be under at cheartman two three nine because uh, I just haven't changed the email for that yet. Um, it, it you can also find us on YouTube. Uh, you can find us obviously on Spotify, which is most what people have been listening to this on. Shout out to them. Like a finite of you guys have been listening and supporting, and I thank you guys. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, wasn't it six folks? It's the screenshot I saw. We had six listeners. That's great. Yeah. All six of you are wonderful humans. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's um built up a little more. There's like seven. Um, there's eleven people who have started. Seven people who are advocate listeners who are like going through episodes. Wow! And then uh, three shit. like to, uh, people who are subscribed to like it on okay. Spotify. Okay, that's that's <laughs> better than I thought we were doing. Exactly. <laughs> so all right, well, yep. uh, I am gonna go lay in bed, watch El Camino, and I'm going to watch. Oh yeah, last thing I want to say for like things that are coming out. I'm going to go and watch all the Halloween movies in pre- preparation for our Halloween special um, podcast coming out. <laughs> Ooh, does Ryan get to talk about spooky shit? Ryan gets to talk about spooky shit. <laughs> 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 Later. <laughs>